All right, well, we are back. It is three brews in. We are three brews in right now. This is, I don't care what episode it is anymore. It doesn't matter. We're like somewhere around five or six. Five or six, somewhere seven, there. Seven, maybe. Yeah. No, it might be yeah. seven. That doesn't matter. What um, day is it? I don't know what day it is. It's Wednesday. 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 August 19th. Right. So, again, whose phone is ringing already? We're literally 15 seconds into this. I hear someone's phone. It's not mine. Well, that's a first. Is it coming from upstairs? Oh, man, it's coming from upstairs. All right. So, oh, are, are your children destroying our podcast again? Well, <laughs> they could very well be. They already knocked on the door once. But, okay. So, Justin, we are now three brews into your beer of the week. We because are you lost because I you, cannot throw a bottle as well as the two of you. Could. Yeah, you couldn't throw it well. Well, not as good as you and then the playoff between Travis and I. Yeah, Miami. that's right. So, you, you really had a high mountain to climb from... The last time because you brought us not only a blueberry ale mm. but you brought us a blueberry ale with some of the most god-awful poetry on the side of it <laughs> that somebody thought hey here's a great idea to put on the side of our bottle let's talk about a woman accepting a sapphire ring so you're up against it and so we, we you know you had a high mountain to, mountain to climb this week but let's talk for a minute about your your math and what you were going to pull on us so he comes over to me at, at work, and and he's all happy because, well, for you know, he's, he's under this pressure. Like, yeah, can, I got to pick a good can beer. I, can I defend myself before you say no, anything? No, no. I'm going to finish my story, then you can try to chime in. He's all happy because Lazy Monk Brewery in Eau Claire is coming out with their Oktoberfest beer. He's like, oh, you know, they come in these 16-ounce four-packs. like, well, Justin, we have to be three brews in. That's, that's the rules. It's like, well, yeah, we can drink like two and a half prior, and then... I'm like, wait. So you're you're, if you do the simple math of the ounces, if you show up with a four pack of sixteen ounce beers for each of us, you're depriving us of alcohol. To which he kind of whined and complained and said, "Well, it doesn't matter because it's bigger, bigger." No, you have to actually get us the amount of beer that we're due to do this podcast. Yeah, but then I did the actual math that I didn't do beforehand, and then I picked or I. You did the math and found out that, hey, Josh is correct, and I would be bringing less beer than I'm supposed to be bringing. So right. it was like pulling teeth to get him to actually bring the amount of beer that he's supposed to bring to this podcast. No, do, do you know that I'm not employed in anything finance-related? So the fact that I couldn't do that math in my head initially, and it sounded no. like a good idea with the 16 ounces. Right, but that wasn't your argument. Your argument was, well, yeah, but it's a it's a pack. You, you were defending, even after I told no. you the math was off, you were saying, no, no, it's no. okay because it's a full four I pack. Of I was defending that, that, my, that my initial math was correct, and then after I found out my initial math was correct, I was just being stubborn with my argument. <laughs> well, I'm glad you finally admitted that you were wrong. I was wrong. And got us an actual six-pack of beer. Would you like to talk about what you've brought to us today? So I brought uh, from the uh, Wisconsin Brewing Company located in Verona, Wisconsin. Where's Verona? And if you don't know where Verona is, you, you should know that Verona is near uh, Madison. It is oh, in the Madison area. Oh, we right this. Sure. You and I did. Yep, and there's a, oh, there's a big lake, Lake Verona. That's right. Yeah, so Verona is near Madison. It's in Dane <laughs> County. So, I mean, I'm naturally slightly hesitant of anything that comes out of Dane County, but I, they do have some good beers down in that area. They do. 
And so as I'm going through, again, I'm at Woodman's because they have the largest selection of um, uh, Wisconsin beers in any of the grocery stores. A in vast area. cooler of Wisconsin yes, I, beers. I'm, we're going to get uh, Woodman's endorsement at some point. I hope Woodman's so, because they are fantastic and we love them. I, we love Woodman's. Yeah. So as I'm looking through the vast coolers of Woodman's, I notice that uh, this can and the package has a bald eagle. Wearing aviators and a flannel <laughs> fucking shirt. He's got a flannel shirt. He's got on. a flannel shirt on. And apparently his hands are duck fins. They are well something. They look like duck fins. No, they look something. But whatever. So I he's got you know some string lights behind him and the string lights are hops. And, yep. You know, it's a very the the artwork on the, the package is very cool. And the box is very cool. It comes in a six-pack box. Mm-hmm. Um, when, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> box. box. I said box. I said box. Yes. Yes. Took us how many episodes, but we made a schoolgirl joke about box. So uh, then I, I, when we open these boxes to, to expose the cans, um, it's like a, a tealish blue. And on the mm-hmm. top, uh, above Yankee USA IPA. It's called Yankee USA Yankee IPA. USA. There we go. Um, above that, it lists, give me the bird. That's and good. then it's got the eagle. And this is, it's just a really cool can. And it's just, it's a 6.0% uh, alcohol by volume IPA. It's an American IPA. It's not a hazy IPA. So, I mean, it's it's got a pretty clear, well, not clear, but it's not uh, not a hazy look. It doesn't look like orange juice when you pour it right, into a... Right, right. Yeah. Um, Travis poured one into a, uh, a glass, and we saw the, the head that was uh, formed from it. <laughs> he said <laughs> I said locked head. <laughs> uh, and it, it, it gives a, a pretty strong uh, head game when you pour it into a glass. Right. Uh, yep. But I, I was just really pumped about this, um, this beer. Yeah, again, you, you've got some ground to make up after the, the blueberry poetry ale. Mm. from the last time so i felt nostalgic and that was a problem yeah so we we've had three now we're feeling i think pretty good but we'll save our review for for the end of it and we'll give it a rating of single double you know bumped out to the pitcher or something i love the review process we do for that i do too i really like that that was travis's idea nice work travis by the way uh, we you'll, should. You'll find that most of the good ideas in this podcast come from Travis. That's true, and we should we should go no further before we wish Travis a happy birthday. Well, it took hey a you. long goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> what a deal! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there was some patience there. No, great. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> such a millennial thing. <laughs> Celebrating your what birthday? It's my 52nd birthday. 52nd. Well, I congratulations. I from my previous job two years ago today. Oh, wow. Time flies. Seems like six months. Yes. Doesn't yeah. seem that long. Oh, oh man. I'll tell you It does not seem that long. Yeah. So, uh, should we go Here ahead we go. And, and, and crack? Here we go. Four beer. Four brews in. That was the synchrony of that. <laughs> that, was, that was, it was. It was eerie good. Yeah. And, um. I think we peaked. <laughs> we're, we're seven Oops, minutes in. Oh, yeah, you're not going to get anything better. From our that. viewers outside of Wisconsin, uh, or viewers, our listeners, listeners from outside of Wisconsin, uh, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Um, so, Travis, do you you were going to give a, a shout out to to some of our listeners, or do you want to save that for later? Do you want to um, do that now? The folks from Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, give me the name of the city again. 
Oh. We were convinced it was Ogden or Provo, Provo. but Provo. it is not. It is, it is not. what? It was like Magna or something. Hold on. I'll yeah, find Magna. It. Magna. It Magna. Magna is there a way for these Magna folks to somehow contact us, Justin? Maybe tell us by Twitter how they or our contact site. Uh, on our webpage, we have a contact page. Mm -hmm. uh, email us at threebrewsin uh, at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on a direct message on Twitter. My and, first uh, and that's question. The, num the my, number three, Bruce. My first question when yes. Josh Miller approached me and tried to recruit me to this, either that or I told him I wanted to be part of the podcast. And you just used my last name. Whoops. Well, <laughs> you know what? Anyway, Josh, um, when that happened, I said, how do we? How are we with Northern Utah? What, what are what are our demographics there? What are what's our? Because um, that has always been a very special spot in my heart. So when I saw that we have two listeners from Utah, from the Magna, from the Magna area, it is from the Magna area. It is Magna. No, do we have any in evidence Northern that Utah. they actually listen to the podcast, or they just like made a mistake it's, and typed this, is, this in by, hold on. by this accident? This is my time, Josh. Sorry. No, to the I folks can... in Magna, Utah. Um, if you could reach out, just well, you don't have to listen. Um, I want to give you a big thank you because um, you know Utah has always been a hotbed of baseball and sports in general. Um, oh, by the way, Utah Jazz isn't that great? Utah Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it comes from New Orleans, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't really think of jazz when I think of Utah, but you can you can keep that. Anyway, well, like all the all the lakes. That's more of a Bruce to this thing. It's all the lakes in Los why, Angeles. Why, why, too. Why, yeah, we, you know, we all know the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> yeah. and the Brooklyn. Dodgers, which is the subway, of course, right. in, in, in New York City. Uh, is it subway or is it trolley cars? Whatever. Ooh. It has nothing to do with Los Angeles, California. That's fair. So, you know what? These uh, Magna Utah uh, uh, listeners... Our favorite listeners. They uh, accessed the Three Brewers in the podcast page. Oh, good for them. So, they didn't necessarily click into our pilot episode oh but they access the page oh well that's good enough that's good enough at some point they'll listen to this that's all we could ever hope for thank you anyway um, a, a big old show to utah thank you okay so <clears throat> we've talked about the beer that we're drinking should we talk about some baseball at some point mm -hmm. we we the last time we did a podcast was a couple of weeks ago because of uh you know various conflicts and whatnot that we had but now we're We've had a, a few series. We were delayed by COVID the last time. The Brewers and the and the Cardinals had to the Cardinals had to go to a casino and get themselves COVID infected and, and whatnot. So we we've had a little bit of baseball. The Brewers are I think ten and eleven right now. Ten and eleven after that is last under five hundred. I checked it myself. It, it you do math better than Justin calculating the ounces of beer. Um, uh, and I'm happy to report that the Brewers are in second place and in line for a playoff spot. False. They're in third place. No, they're not. They're in second. The Cardinals are 500 at You can't even... That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not true. You want to bet? Yes. You they're five and six. I just looked it up. I'm looking at it right now, Justin. We're 10 and 11. The Cardinals are five and six. It's a 476 percentage to a 455. I'll take your apologies. It says six and six right here. Well, maybe this Refresh is your page, bitch. Bitch, I will dead. take your apologies. Hold on. I haven't refreshed yet. Maybe they played a day game. Son of a bitch, you're right. Guess who's buying the beer next week? That's not how it works. Hey, Justin, say, say bitch again. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. How's that feel? Fuck you, guys. Fuck you guys. 
It's bullshit. I literally logged on to this like, oh, it's probably two hours ago now. So, all right. Anyway, so what? What? Still waiting for my apology. I'm sorry, Justin. You're right. God Almighty. So the Brewers are. Yeah. All right. So we're not in a playoff spot anymore. I guess. Is that? No, we're not. Is that really surprising to anyone, given what we've seen from the Brewers this year? No. I mean, our our offense is atrocious. The, what are you? Why are you taking a selfie? Putting you in it too. Oh Jesus! Anyway, you gotta you gotta, gotta do something. You ever notice that, that that people um, they like to make fun of selfies if they're not in them, just like me, right? Because what just happened? Yeah, you know. Oh shit! I don't think I would have complained if I was in it. Really? Well, there oh, you go. Here we go. <laughs> oh right. God. So anyway, yeah, about to the back to the record, and let's get past the the petty grievances here. I mean, let's talk about where we are at and kind of what we project. What? I mean, this is. I mean, the whole goddamn thing is just something no one ever could predict but we're, we're, you know, they're still out in the field and they're still playing and we, we have to analyze it. which i think last time we said that this season is going to be done soon once they're the, still plugging away. they're still playing i mean the the idiots from the indians the the, the two pitchers did you i assume you heard about that travis I did not okay so two starting pitchers two they're like number one and number two starting pitchers were in chicago for a game they decided to slink out of the hotel and go out with friends. And, of course, somebody caught it on social media. Mm -hmm. And those two pitchers were immediately sanctioned, sent back to Cleveland. By a car. Really? They had a drive. They had their own drivers to send them back to Cleveland. No shit. Yep. They were not allowed to be with the team. They had to go in their separate vehicles, and they were quarantined. Well, you know what? Until they could do two pot or two negative tests. You know what? Cleveland's really beautiful this time of year. Maybe, maybe <laughs> there's an ulterior motive. And and I think I heard that one that the the team themselves, like the players, are mad as hell, are they're, pissed about this. And there's people that are saying, if they come back to this team, I will opt out. There's some internal strife going on right now. Yeah, which is surprise. Like that's good that I think the players are finally taking this seriously enough to say, "You're screwing over our entire season because you needed to go out on the town and, and club around." How old with... are these guys? Mid twenties, my guess. Yeah, it was uh, Mike Clevenger and uh, Dan. Uh, it was Dan Plesac's uh, uh, kid. Dan Plesac's oh, kid. Not kid. Nephew. Oh no. Oh, it's not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's... A, a police sack. Can we call him the sack man, though? We can call him the sack man. Mm-hmm. We'll call him the big sack man because he fucked up. Yeah. So. Can I? Yeah, go. The So this whole, I mean, the discussion that we just had with the uh, with the uh, Cardinals being in a wild card spot or the second spot in the, you know, so they've only they played, played 12, 12 games. games. Because yeah. of the actions of a couple of those players that created an infection throughout the entire fucking team. Right. Uh, they've only played 12 games where most of the team, or most of the games, or most teams have played around 20 or 22 games already. I mean, that is a tremendous difference. This is not a typical schedule where you can, yeah. because of certain things, whether it be rainouts or whatever, just scheduling, where you have a three-game difference. I mean, this is enormous. It means everything. You're looking at uh, the Cardinals playing... Multiple double headers in a row. 
Yes. Like on a Saturday playing a doubleheader and a Sunday playing and, and a doubleheader. And probably managing your pitching staff. Right. So, you know what? The Cardinals can be sitting there on their high horse at 6-6 six and six and second place in the division in the playoffs. But when it ultimately comes down to games 50 through 60, I don't know how they're going to do it. Right. This is one of those seasons where we can't, we can't sit there and judge – a third of the way through, a quarter of the way through. We're a third of the way through now. Yeah, you you have to sit there, and it's going to be like the last yeah. two weeks. There's yeah. almost certainly three morons in St. Louis area right now, probably talking right now, and I, I bet they don't have a Utah market sold up like we do. But oh, no. I mean, that is something where if I'm a St. Louis fan, oh by the way, they are good fans and they're good people. I mean, I I really respect the shit out of them just because they kick the hell out of the Brewers or do it the right way. So. With that, with that out of the way, they, boy, oh, boy, they have an uphill battle due to some factors that you can never really predict. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I think, Justin, in the first podcast that you and I did where we talked about the offseason moves and, and talked about uh, Omar Narvaez coming in, and I think we were both, like, on record saying there's no way you can put Manny Pena behind the plate for, you know, 120, 130 games. However, I think in the 60 game season, given what we've seen, holy so far, Christ, really like is he him. playing well? I really like him. He's like legit their one of their best offensive players right now. You know what? On a, on a 162 game season, maybe Manny Pena can't be that 130 game starter. But in this shortened season where he's just raking, you can't take him out. Right. And he's doing <clears throat> Wow. He's, doing, he's got uh, over a 300 batting average, right? Yeah, I believe so. God. Well, you know who also has over a 300 batting average? Oh, no. Is Orlando Arcia. Oh, yeah, he does. So, all right. So, Arcia is, is playing really well. Um, Luis Urias. Urias. I still can't say his name. I think they say Urias. Urias? Urias. I don't know. I can't say it. Um He's hitting, and it was a short sample size, but he's hitting 375. Yeah, and there, you're seeing him playing. Manny Pena is hitting 310. Yeah, you're seeing uh, Urias playing second base and Keston uh, Hira doing some DHing. You're seeing uh, a combination of Urias playing third base. Well, he should play third. If, if RC is going to hit like this, RC needs to be at shortstop. Yep. Urias needs to be at third. Second, I, I, you know what? I still think he needs to play second well, base. Who's going to play third then? You, Scooter or Holt? Who's Scooter? Uh, Holy hell. We just had a Scooter Jeanette Jeanette reference. Oh, man. I assume you're talking about Eric Sogard. Eric Sogard. Who's also hitting below 200, by the way. Who's right. She's very cute. She's very cute. Yes. Uh, But. Here are the Brewers who are hitting 200 uh, or below. Christian Yelich. Uh, Justin Smoke is hitting 197 higher than Christian Yelich right now. Eric Sogard is right at 200. Ben Gamble, well, Logan Morrison not on the team. Omar Nevaez, 133. Brock Holt, 125. This is atrocious. They are an atrocious offensive How team right now. How many at-bats does Brock Holt have, though? He, he doesn't have a whole lot. He's got 24 at-bats. That's, yeah. and, that's ben Gamble, that thing, that's disappointing. That's that is disappointing, considering the, 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 the summer season or whatever you call it. Summer I, training. Well, yeah, right. And then and then Kane opts oh, out, and you uh, think, well, at least we can fall back on Ben Gamble, and he's God. been just awful. But that's the thing about this year. You can't – this whole year is a wash. 
It, it's a complete Correct. wash. Like no. you can't. And walk. I think isn't that going to kind of lead into a discussion that we were going to talk? Yeah, about? maybe it's time to do. I, it. I, I think it is. So the what what we had talked about bringing up is, regardless of how the season ends, if your team wins a championship, how do you legitimately feel about that? Well, and and I want to add just one other thing to that. If your team is dog shit and finishes last in the division, right? That's that's right. that too. Right. I, I think it's easy if your team is last and just bombs, it's easy to just say, no, like you can't make major changes or decisions based on this. Unless you're the Pirates and everybody knows you suck going into the season, but, whether and, and, it's 60 games or 162. Right. There, there are going to be teams that finish last or next to last in their division that had there been a 162 almost certainly would have weathered it. And that's why this is an interesting conversation, I mm-hmm. think. And right. so... So, but, I mean, here's what's going to grab the attention. Your team wins the World Series or wins the ALCS or NLCS. Just, you know, you're there. Yep. How do you view it? And, I right. mean, I guess I could start if Please you do. want to. Please do. I really, I am so torn on uh, here, this issue. Here. I need someone else's opinion. Well, it is going to depend on what team it is. So let me throw out a couple of examples and I've thought of it. Brewers, they win a World Series. They haven't even been to a World Series since 1982. Of course, for any hater out there, or maybe a reasonable person is, of course you need a shortened season. Yep. For Brewer fans who might not look too deep into it, hey listen, it is a goddamn championship. We did it, we did it where all the teams are playing by the same rules and mm-hmm. we just yep. happen to, 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 to win. Um, it's a reality check for me. I see it as an asterisk, regardless of who wins it, whether it's the Cardinals, Dodgers, yeah, I mean, teams that have got a trophy case full of shit, if they win it, I, I don't think they're any more you know, uh, justified or backed up by adding it. The entire season is an asterisk for anyone, and that goes for bad or good play. Right. Now, let's just say the Brewers or another team. It doesn't matter who it is, but our Brewers, mm-hmm. they somehow, some way, persevere. And let's just say they, they make a run and they're, 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 they're in a World Series, and they, they either win or don't, but they're, they had a good year by the standards of this season. I think you still have to look at it with the analytical, boy, oh boy, they did it when they had to. But the baseball gods, and i got to tell you, I'm with them, says it is not the same. Because baseball is 162 games, and it does mean weathering, all of that. So it is different. Big old goddamn asterisk. It doesn't mean that a parade in Milwaukee won't be something but it, it isn't it, it does not mean the same it just doesn't yeah because i i think that anytime you and i was looking okay, at it let, from, me, let me i'll add one thing and this could be controversial for many people but i've thought about it thoughts on this guys 162 game season you go to the world series but don't win it versus Winning a World Series with this. I'm telling wow. you. Okay. It, it's, it, it's, okay, I hear the yeah. heaven in mind, which means that 
I think it's a legitimate conversation. I don't think there's a right or wrong, but how can we possibly tell the Cubs or the Cardinals or whoever, we won yes. 2020. And, Come and on, guys, we can't do it. It isn't. It, it's not, and, and it's it's good that you brought that up about like telling the Cubs or the Cardinals because I thought about that too because I have friends from Chicago, huge sure. Cub fans, yeah. and and if we won it this year. I mean, it's, it's almost going to be... They will use that as ammunition to make fun of us. Oh, absolutely, right. And if we stand our ground and say, hey, listen, it's just as good as, it's not, it's not. just as good as 2015, it isn't. It's not, yeah, you, you're right. I, uh, so but those, it, are, and, those are my thoughts. So, and, and I brought that up to my <clears throat> my Cub uh, fan friend, who I'm great friends, the best man at my wedding. We, we you know, talk shit about each other's teams all the time. I said, how, like, legit, how do you feel about this if they win? And and he quoted David Ross, the manager of the Cubs, who said, if they're giving out a trophy, I want it. I get that. That's not the point. Right. Okay? Yeah. Of course you want to win it. I want to win this year. Right. Will it feel the same? I just don't think it will. It and, won't feel the same for fans, players, or whatnot. It might feel the same for fans that maybe aren't as gauged as we are. Right. And, and right. they view it as more of a party. But I, I sure don't think you, I mean, it could, like I said, it, it could almost backfire. Now, are Cubs or Cardinals fans going to view us any, I, I, I Well, don't and I, I think, like, if, like, let's say, like, the Seattle Mariners went on some run right. and, and won the World Series this year. The Marlins. The, Mar and, well, and, the Marlins and, and, have won before, though. They, and they have won the Series. don't think a crazy thing is with an under-talented team could do this. How, how many teams have gotten hot in, like, July? You know, in a 162? Run it all the way through. And, and, you're your number one starter. Yeah. Those teams won four, seven, and uh, yeah. Well, right. but, in, like, in yeah. a 162 season, they get hot in July and just have a great streak, and that's where it takes this year to win it. You just need one hot month at the right time, and you will coast to a World Series championship. Okay, sure. so that happens like all the time. So that could very well happen this year. So are we in general agreement um, as a group that we recognize a World Series win as cool as it would be? It, it does have the asterisk and that that's put on the brakes as far as how we would we would celebrate because this is unprecedented. It's unforeseen. It's a whole lot more than a strike shortened season or something like that. This is a this is. A, the schedule, I mean, yeah. we're 100 games less. We're, we're, yeah. we're about a third. <laughs> right. And, and this and, is different. And you're not going to see. And oh, my way, yeah. If, yeah. if they're in the playoffs, you're not going to see Miller Park packed to the gills, crowd oh. going absolutely bananas, no. we, you know, which we saw in the. the, the um, I, was, I, was game, I, I, I was game six against the, the Cardinals, you know. Um, crazy. We ended up losing. Cardinals won that. And yep. we went out of the. But um, that atmosphere, oh, God, that's. Yeah. You can't put a price tag on that. Right. And that was being done in the conventional right way. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, I, I think we're in agreement. It, I think we're, we've covered that. And, and I think you look no or no further than last season. The Nationals, 60 games into their uh, last season was 27 and 33, fourth place in their division. They that won was the, the Nationals World, last year. And they yeah, won the they World won Series. the World Series. They wouldn't have made the playoffs the if it was this year. So... I mean, <sighs> yeah, those are that is telling, very telling. Yeah. Um, before we go into like the games that that we haven't covered or anything, uh, I think back in the second episode, Travis, you mentioned you had a front row Amy story that we didn't I, get to. God, we, I, 
I love Front Row Amy. Who doesn't love Front Row Amy? I'll tell you who like like every woman that watches. Every every wife that sits they don't like they don't like Front Row Amy. Um, so people who don't know, maybe our maybe our people in northern Utah don't know who Front Row Amy is. I've uh, I've forgotten her last name. I, I researched it. She had a bobblehead at one point. What? Not an officially do I, do I? sanctioned bobblehead. No, it was a Front okay. Row Amy bobblehead that was not Brewers related. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sure I can just picture what that looked like. But do you want to talk two year, about two years front ago? Row I'm in row about four. Do, do do we need to to well, describe who Front Row Amy is, or does your story encompass it? Because you people, guys can cover who she is. And I'll, do I want to do that story, before yeah. your Let's story? Let's do that right now. Yeah, we'll cover who she is. She's yes. Front Row Amy. She's Front Row Amy. She's a a lady, a season ticket holder, clearly, she who sits in the front row, right behind home plate. She's a little uh, to the left as you're looking. Yeah, you're at, looking at five or six seats to the left of, uh, of home plate. From home plate. Yep, and you know, good. prominently focused in the middle of the center field, the home plate camera. Camera, view. like she's right there all the time, and. To her credit, she's obviously a huge baseball fan because she's keep she keeps score. She keeps score. You can tell she's doing it on an app on her phone. She's recording pitches. Well, she used by to have way. a scorebook. She used to have a scorebook. Oh, now she, she uses the app. Yeah. Okay. We yeah, should well, talk about my, scoring my a baseball game. Story is the scorebook. So I, I hadn't heard she switched to. An oh, I think phone. she I think she has Did now. She? I think I see her tapping with a stylus once in a while. But whatever. She uh, anyway, but her whole deal is she wears a little cut shirt and her cans are absolutely enormous. They're big. They're. Massive, and you can't not stare at them the entire game. I can't imagine being like. You remember right there was a there. game a couple of seasons ago where front row Amy doesn't show up for all of the games. She sells obviously sells yes. some of her tickets. Right, right. There was a guy that uh, was a part of a group that purchased front row Amy tickets, and he wore a long brunette wig and had, <laughs> Fuck yes. and had the low cut shirt and fake boobs that she was like dressed up as front row Amy, and it was. The funniest thing I've ever seen. Good for him. Great. It was great. Yeah, and I couldn't stop staring at that because I mean it, it goes straight to front row Amy, but it was like that is, that is golden. That's good on him. Yep. That's situational awareness. Like really I know is. where I'm sitting and I know what people want to see. So. These are front row Amy seats and I have to <laughs> I have to replicate it. Good for him. Uh, Travis, your story about front row Amy. A couple please. years ago, um, I'm in like row four, very good seats and in between innings, you'd have people come up to her and they take pictures and whatnot. And so at the end of the game, God knows how many beers I'm in. And I'm not very good with girls. And I'm just, you know, I'm not, I just, I don't know. Here's what I did with the front row, Amy. You can judge it. Oh, Jesus. So I come up to her. It's the end of the game. And um, she didn't, like, leave her seat and rush it a lot. And, you know, and she had a scorebook. And I had known that she kept score. And um, so I... And so I came up to her and I, I stumbled down all the fat ass of me. And I said, Amy, and she says, yes, hi. I said, I just want to say I think it's really great that you you keep, you keep scoring. You, 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 you monitor every pitch and stuff. That's really neat. And, oh, thank you. So I say, hey, take care. And I'm thinking, you know, everybody else is taking a picture with her and, and you know, make some lewd whatever but because i'm not very good with girls i go and compliment how she keeps going <laughs> <laughs> and that was my experience i'm like you know i could have you could have gone know, a lot of different roles with that but you went with a scorebook she probably maybe you know appreciated someone didn't say hey a picture i was just gonna say she or, probably did or appreciate hey Amy, that. you're hot or whatnot yeah and yeah we and just said, yeah cool. and i said but yeah, I came up with that. That was, you know, the last girl that I approached for anything in 30 years, being married for fuck however long I've been. <laughs> uh, You're a little rusty. Oh boy, I'm you know, 
maybe 30 years coming up. But yeah, so so that was my experience with front row Amy, and I know I came across as a dork, and I got made fun of. And, <laughs> Who are you I, with? I, you I were with. I was with, with, with my mom. My sister and a guy named Jesse, who we worked with or did work with. Oh so, Jesus! Yeah, um, I'm surprised Jesse didn't uh, didn't like swoop in and try to yeah, <laughs> it was a, fire a drink or something. Yeah, it was it was one of those uh, it was one of those deals. But I, you know, I, I would love to think that Amy went home and said, you know, I meet the nicest young man with big ears. He was a little <laughs> overweight, had psoriasis and uh, a receding hairline. But son of a bitch, he liked that I kept book. No one has ever told me. No one has ever told me I like the way you keep book. And I was sincere because baseball is kind of important. And I love that part of it. And I'm not a I'm not a big fake booby guy, so that doesn't do it for me. I just know that I've done a little reading on her, and she is a legit true baseball she's fan. She's a baseball fan. Her ulterior motives are. I mean, oh, she's she an entrepreneur, I'm sure. But yeah. what she shows, I mean. You know, if she was just a baseball fan, she'd wear herself a Brewer sweatshirt or jersey, not yeah. what she wears. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, front row Amy's got herself some motives. Yeah. But um, I, I just thought someone should compliment her on something maybe you had never done. It said, you keep book, thank you. And that is my front row Amy story. And I'm looking at a picture of her, and she has, um, you know, she has utilized <laughs> certain assets. Well, I mean, social media. I mean, like oh, I, yeah. I mean, like she's, I said, I, I've seen she knows what she's pictures. doing. She's got several children. She lives in north of Milwaukee, Oshkosh area, or oh. Manitowoc, somewhere. Oh, I don't know. But I know is there she, was one year she bragged she about attending all 81. Is she married? She is married. And, Does her um, husband go to the games with her? Never. Oh. I don't think Mr. Amy goes, but I can't <laughs> say that for sure. Huh. But I think Mr. Amy would have been okay with me saying, I like the way you keep book. Yeah, I think I don't so. think he would have punched me. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was probably the most juvenile, awkward, middle school, do you like me moment she's ever had. She probably felt, felt bad for me. I remember her saying, oh, thank you. She was very polite. She probably like could have like patted you on the head. Yeah, it was, a, it was said, a less than five-second quote-unquote conversation. You know, and probably instantly forgotten on her yeah, part. Yeah, and it was really, it was no longer than when President George W. Bush told me, hey, you guys are doing a great job. I said, we are, Mr. President. So, I mean, <laughs> we're clearly friends. Just like Amy and I are friends. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, 2000, 2004. He, he, he talks to uh, president. 2004? Wait. Oh, you're talking George about Bush. Okay, okay, okay. He, he uh, talks to presidents. Uh -huh. He gets phone calls from state representatives for his birthday. I mean, Wait, we're, yes. we're standing amongst like, Royalty the, the, this is the luminary that we're doing a podcast with. As, before we started the podcast, as we're working on our three brews in, we're Travis got a phone call from a Wisconsin state representative, representative, a state legislator, a to, state legislator. to wish him a happy birthday. A part and of the assembly. Not only did Travis not walk out of the room to take the call, he <laughs> blew off the state representative by saying, thanks for calling. I'm about to start a podcast. <laughs> and, and can we also say that just prior to that, he accepted a phone call from a fellow co-worker and talked to him for several minutes. Right, so not, right. So not only did he blow off a state representative, he actually spoke to a, a fellow co-worker for several minutes can prior I, to this. Can, can I add something to that? Yes. Of course. When that previous co-worker called, that was 20 to 25 minutes before the podcast. When the state representative called, we were on the verge of starting our podcast. 
Just the fact that you blew off. He blew off a state representative. Okay. Someone in which... And, and, and his wife. <laughs> Mother of God. Do you think they were put off by that at all? Like, oh, God, no. Do well, your I podcast. Not because it was legitimate. And like I told him, is was very honest. I, you know, I wanted to take the call because, you know, I because of thought who it was. was probably a birthday <laughs> wish. So I wanted to do the, the courtesy of taking the call. But it would have been unfair to all of our podcast viewers, not the least of which from Utah, who would have been affected by this 10, 12-minute conversation. Um and boy, I mean, I know he understands. Know now, he was understands. he a hey, senator or a state senator? He's a state senator. <laughs> no, he's, so a, he's a state assembly state member in the 91st district. <laughs> I was trying to make that was an office reference. Senator. Shit! Yeah. Shit! Good. <laughs> I'm trans. good at that too. Which which episode? A state senator. State senator. senator? Angela's, state, Angela's husband. husband. Oh, and does. Oscar always corrected. Oh, the state senator? Because you said senator, I was yeah. confused. Yeah. I am. Sorry, I know the episode, and I feel dumb for not recalling. Sorry. Um, hey, Josh, how many yeah. assemblymen have uh, called you on your birthday? Your uh, absolutely none. Justin, yourself? Um, hold on, if I carry the none, zero. It, it's it's. You know what though? Ford keeps calling me on my fucking birthday every year to wish me a happy birthday and go buy a goddamn car. But but you take the call, don't you? You don't blow it's them a, off. It's a. Re- uh, it's a recording. No, oh. no, I don't. I don't take the call because I like it going to voicemail, so I can listen to it a couple of times. Sure. You know what this is like? It's it's like you get the call from the president, like in the in the locker room when they're pouring champagne, yes. and you say, "Mr. President, thanks for calling. I'm going to. I got to go celebrate with my teammates. I'll talk right. to you later." That's what you did today, Travis. <laughs> we appreciate that. Right. Um, this is a good time to take a break. Yeah, let's yes. take a break. Let's refill. We'll be back in a minute. Go. Justin, or I'm sorry, Travis, do you want to, this might be my Brewstivus, actually. It, it do you want should, to, it should uh, be. I'll take the lead on this. Before the um, fourth beer, the previous beer, this, we were supposed to crack them together. Well, I broke the rules and cracked it ahead of time. And you were shunned appropriately. And I was shunned, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I feel like a goddamn idiot. And what did I do two minutes ago? I cracked beer five ahead of time. Um, this time I did it all the way, so I can't even fake a sound, so... Let's just leave it at this. I feel like a moron. Justin, slow down. You'll have your chance. I feel bad about it. I know it was dumb. Please don't rub my nose in it. And I promise both of you and all of our listeners. Well, we'd never rub your nose in it. <laughs> that I will crack the beer when I'm supposed to from now on. Uh, as punishment and penance for your cracking the beer early. While Josh and I crack real beers, you need to pretend to crack a beer and make the sound of it. And just sound oh, I don't I'm not good at sound. Well, too Doesn't bad. Matter. You should have cracked it at the right time then. Are we going to do one, two, three? Or? Yes. One, two, three. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think that was perfect. Yeah, that was good. No, I think I nailed it. <laughs> You know, you know, I, I think, I, I think a great punishment for something like that is someday, like, the, the transgressor. Well, let's say the, the two people who don't transgress and sin against three brews in. Right. The two people who don't can go out and have a huge meal at Taco Bell. Okay. Yes. And then use the bathroom. Yes. And and the transgressor has to do the podcast from the bathroom. Oh. Closed door, no fan on whatsoever. No flushing. No flushing. <laughs> 
I love the picture behavior. I think the punishment yeah. fits the crime. No, in that's case, but that's I will disgusting. stare at that can for two days before I crack <laughs> Because we can light up a bathroom like Whoa. nobody's business, especially after IPAs. Well, I could we could IPAs and Taco Bell. Oh my god. Jesus. Um so we were uh you had mentioned Travis in the uh the front row Amy story about our juvenile humor and that's what we're we're all about, which which kind of got us thinking like <clears throat> what common baseball phrases or I you know things that announcers typically say or or whatever that make you giggle that have pure sexual connotations and you always like yell out that's what she said or something like that along the line so there, we, we we've got some and travis you wanted to go first so by all means let us this is a uh, simulated play-by-play probably words that have been used at some point so nobody can be mad at me for saying anything i'm offensive. so mad if you take well, take mine Derek Jeter went deep in the hole for that one. Yes! Dang it, that was mine. Yes! Went deep into the hole. That was that was the exact one that I envisioned when I first thought of this. Well, Josh, tough shit. I called. So I'm going to go next because I've got one, and you probably have one. Good. If, you, uh, if you take mine, I got nothing. What did I tell you a half hour ago? Be prepared for number two and three because I suspected that we had the same one. So while Travis is going uh, deep in the hole, uh, I'm putting good wood on this one. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, nice. Good nice. wood on that one. So all right, keep my, talking, Josh. Where are we at? So mine would be when an, when an inside pitch comes into a hitter and he um, knocks it into center field, and they say he fisted it up the middle. <laughs> 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 I I don't even have to say anything to my wife anymore. <laughs> I just look, <laughs> and she is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fisted it, it up the middle, <laughs> deep into the hole, and got good wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're twelve. Oh, uh, right. yeah, I think we've... we've. Hey, I mean, is this something we want to revisit next time, or they're not I no, mean, they're I, limited ones? or? No, I think in the world of sports, we can even extend it out, not even just baseball, well, into the world of sports. Let's extend it to oh, world yeah. sports in general, and we'll do it every, every podcast. We'll have to have a good name for it, you know, like our juvenile sexual, you know. Hey, listen, Josh, as much as I was prepared to criticize what you came up with... <laughs> 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 Wow. <laughs> <Fisted>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm probably never gonna say anything as good the rest of the the rest of the podcast. Um so okay. can we talk about the twins for a minute, Travis? Oh. Sure. <sighs> There's a few issues I have with the twins. And after you talked about your just hatred of of the twins fan base, not the players. Okay, fan base, yeah, fair enough. And it was Burb Lylevin's wife, I think, that led Burb the... Burb Lylevin's <laughs> wife with the Homer Hanky and the fucking whistle. And the, and the whistle. <laughs> it just got me thinking, because the Brewers played that... 1987, 1991, two years that will live in infamy for me. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, the players earned every bit of it. And yeah, it, they it, have earned two World Series championships, and the Brewers have not. Right. Let's make that very clear. 
But Minnesota sports fans, you suck. You yeah. always have. You will continue to suck. You are very good at high school and college hockey, and maybe even NHL for that matter. Everything else, you are across the board, painting with a very broad brush, realizing that there are many good Viking fans, many good Twins fans. By and large, you suck. You you are in a category that I despise. We good? Yes. Okay. I love it. Uh, so we had we had a series against against the Twins, which was only salvaged somehow by Jed Jerko hitting oh, a late home run. Nice. Oh, oh! By the way, I'm just going to digress for a second. How many Brewer games this year have they gone in about the third or fourth inning when the opposing pitcher has a no hitter or perfect game? It seems like every other game. Can I say just a general feeling about uh, Brewer season this year? Yeah, go ahead. It is really, really difficult to watch. Like, I know yes. there are several games that have some exciting moments, and uh, yesterday's game had the exciting ninth inning and, yep. uh, and extra innings, but I find myself really, really bored watching the Brewers offense. Right. Generally yes. speaking, very bored watching the Brewers and offense. I think we talked about this. So um, they don't, I don't know that they have leadership right now or no. a, a fired up like Niger Morgan type or, no. um, uh, I, I don't know what Moustakis was like in the dugout or, or Grandall. Would, would, would Kane have been that guy? Would you Kane, put him I, that I, guy I think he would have yeah. been that guy. And they just yeah. don't, now that he's gone, they don't seem to have that. If you remember that. Because you can be the best player in the world like Yelich, but that doesn't mean you are that guy. And I don't it's know, usually not the best guy, actually. We, Justin no. and I were texting about this. I don't think Yelich is that rah-rah kind of guy. No, he's who, not. Nor, nor does he have to be. No, yeah. and he no. shouldn't have to be. And, have. And, and, no. that's, and that's fine. But I don't see that. But, but you have guys, I think, on that team who may be that type, like maybe a Brock Holt, who's like that, that kind of guy, but he's new to the team and he's not a star player. Right. So you, if you remember that first game against the, the Cubs, I think they were coming off, um, I think, who did they play before the, the Cubs? Was it the White Sox, the, the Twins? I don't know, whoever series? it was. The, the first, when they when they played the Cubs, no, just recently, this last like four-game series, when they were just getting they dominated by, by Hugh Darvish. Right, they were, yeah, they played horrible against the Twins. They're getting dominated by Hugh Darvish, I think, was the pitcher in the... Latest series against the Cubs? I don't know, whatever. They were frustrated. They were slamming bats down. I think Brock Holt ran over and like kicked the 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 tarp. Like they're just frustrated. And they're just there's not that steadying influence, I think, that like a a Kane or a or a Mustakis or, or somebody like that brought to the team. They just seem very rudderless. It's a flat team. It's very a team flat. Think about yeah, like what right. Niger Morgan brought to the team, like this right. total energy guy. Even if he wasn't, you know, a great player, he's that spark plug. They do not have that now. No, you don't see that at all. No, and even the guys that that could be like maybe maybe a Gamble or a, or a Holt are hitting one fifty, like maybe, or even Ryan Braun. Right. Maybe, maybe this is a year where the spark plug even means more. Oh God! Really, it does. absolutely, it does. You have to. And and think about what the Cubs are doing. The Cubs, as annoying as it is, they're doing it right with with all their annoying chirping in the dugout. It's like and, a it's like a high school baseball or softball team. Right. Is you're here short of the like uh, the the choreographed chants that are going on. You, right. This is what you hear in. 
crap sports. Right, and and the Cubs have that leadership who've been there forever, who are rah-rah guys, right. who I think recognized that early and said, this is what this team needs, and yep. they've done it, and they've done it well. Did, I think I heard that during batting practice for the, for the Cubs one day, they got a bunch of cardboard cutouts of their front office people. To include, like, um, who's the, the, the whiz kid? The, Theo, Theo, Epstein. Theo, Theo Epstein. Or as one of our co-workers consistently calls him, Theo Espion. But oh, but whatever. Right. He butchers his name. He's Do from, I know that co-worker? He's from Fall Creek. He's from Fall Creek. Oh, I think, yes, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Just but, Theo Espion. Like, no, Ryan. But whatever. So they got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know any better. Yeah. He's, he's coming on this podcast at some point. Is just, he? Well, just to make, so we can make fun of him. Right. So they got life. Do you have another state senator calling you? That'd be assemblyman. Assemblyman, the state senator. <laughs> no. <laughs> the uh, president, uh, vice president, <laughs> the comptroller. <laughs> the comptroller. Nice. Oh, it was a party thrown by the comptroller's wife. It really was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Let's talk about comptrollers for a second. Hmm. Nobody knows exactly what they do, but you throw a troller. Oh, right. That is that is a position where you just walk around a room and, air and of you get introduced. Yeah, what do you do for a living? I'm a comptroller. Like, oh. like, you make up two fucking names and sound like a law firm. Uh-huh. And you just have a serious like, no one's going to ask you what you do. No, they're because not. they're afraid. Because everybody thinks that you should know. Right. I think I know what a comptroller does, but I'm not 100% right. sure. Right? You, you'll, you'll feel you'll be ignorant if you, you ask. Know what? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyway, was there more about the comptroller or are you good? Tell just one completely yes. off color. A good friend of mine, John, who you know, he's now like in his mid sixties. We're not. He used to work with us. He's so I'm down at a bar in um, downtown Eau Claire area, and this goes to jobs and whatnot. I'll get to it. It's quick, but it's really funny. And I'm talking to this gal who was about the same age, like ten years older than me, and. She said, and I'm introduced, and she had known a bunch of old cops from the past, and and I said, you know, you know what John does now, right? She says, no. I said, well, he's a midwife. What? She paused. I said, no. I, I said, I got to tell you, I mean, he is so caring, and not every woman who births at home wants a woman. And he is, he has really filled that void. You're making this up all the time. I'm not making it all, up at all. It's an absolute true story. We can bring John on. He'd be a great podcast guest, by the way. Oh, Jesus. And she's like, and she looks at her and I say it serious enough. And she's like, no, I mean, he's got the personality. I mean, he's really a nice man. So this woman to this day thinks that my friend John is a midwife. Oh. And so I told, so I told, I told, I told, <laughs> Oh, I mean, there's no reason to believe that she she doesn't because she wasn't the sharpest tack. But I, <laughs> I said, you know, listen, I mean, not everybody. No, I get that. She was buying it 100%. So oh, wow. Thank you. Oh. That's good. Um, uh, in fact, after retirement, he manages uh, some storage units and properties. Well, he owns a whole bunch of stuff. And it was one of those things. And um, had he been listening to the conversation, he would have interjected and ruined it. But right. she oh. really liked him. And I just saw the opportunity, and uh, the look on her face when he said he's a he, 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 he's a midwife. 
<laughs> and I sold it. I really good husband about it. Uh, and I think she uh, might think it to this day, by the way. That's oh, fantastic. That's awesome. Probably circa 2014, 15-ish. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. That's good. Yeah. Um, so really quick, getting back to the, the, the Cubs and what they did with these cardboard cutouts. They had all these oh. cardboard cutouts of the, the front office people and peppered them SPN. all of SBN, peppered them all over the outfield and then took batting practice. So then you could smack a line drive off the head of your head of ticket sales or your GM. Favorite or least favorite front office Ex- personnel. Exactly, right, which is dumb and it's pointless. But, of course, the players had a great time, like, right. you know, who can hit, uh, you know, um, FC. It's like a driving range hit in the Kubota. Right? It, right, exactly. So I, the, the Cubs are doing it the right way and they're having fun and it's showing on, on the field. But no, they're not. They're doing it the wrong way and the Cubs suck. Justin, we're, we're trying to be reasonable, okay? You and just went on a three-minute rant about the, the Twins. Fans, not players. I want to be very specific about that. Okay. I'm All not right. talking about the players. Either. During those years? The organization. That's... Okay. <laughs> well, I've got some feelings about Cub fans also, but that's really look at players versus fans because you go to a team you can't help the fans that oh, you've inherited that's true Pl- players are all they're all the same that's why they can change not all of them i have one in my look at uh, Bears fans. i have one of my bruce to this list no, no no what i'm what i'm saying is that f- fans from certain cities have characteristics that tend toward decent or assholeish players they, that's why they can move around they're just they're the cut from the Josh, same cloth absolutely spot on yeah right yeah um, where so was I? Think oh. from Chicago sucks. Except for our listeners from Chicago. Area. We love our Thank listeners you. from Chicago. They're probably uh, Wisconsin expatriates who have probably relocated to to Chicago due to employment. Um, but the twins, as I was talking about before, so that uh, nickname that they had for their team last year, do you remember it? The Bama Squad. Bama Squad, because they hit you know a league record home runs. Their nickname was the Bama Squad, not Bomber Squad. It was Bama. Why was it Bomber instead of Bama? Because that's hip. It's like putting a Z at the end of boobs. So it's the Bama. It's more of a millennial thing, and yes. you really can't blame them, and any team would have done it. I don't think so. It's so Minnesota. It's almost like 15 years old, and this is so cool now, and everyone else looks at they it. They call them Bama? Yeah. And, and somebody on the Twins last night. Took their hat off and they had you know one of the do rags on and it said Bama Squad, right across it and it sounds like a band that you would form in middle school and now you're the Bama Squad and it's just so fucking lame and it just rubbed me the wrong way last year it rubbed me the wrong way when so I so this is a Brustavis you're bringing up early I'm sorry yeah but we're I wanted to talk about the twins and that's not the only beef I have with them I have something different for Brustavis but also did you see the Cardboard cutouts that the twins went with. They're gigantic fatheads. They're gigantic heads. They're only heads. So when they're sitting in the seats, the half the face is cut off by the gigantic cardboard heads sitting in front of them. I haven't seen any other team do this. It's all like the you know Minnesota. They're not very good at bridges or heads and stages. Oh geez. Ooh, too soon. Oh, by the way, the Twins' closer leads the league in length of neck. That He has got a gigantically long neck. Holy Lord. He is giraffe. He is a giraffe. Did you remember Merton Hanks from the <laughs> San Francisco? <laughs> yes! yes! 
That's not. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That is a massive neck, and it really, I really enjoyed seeing him cough up the lead last night. After the, did you watch the game, Travis, last night? Missed it. Uh, the Twins pitcher took a no hitter into the top Even of the ninth. ninth inning, Sogard broke it up two outs. Yeah. Yeah, and then we scored. No, 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 no zero outs. Zero outs. He was I a leadoff. Got misinformation from my I'm... mother on my birthday, but she's like seventy-eight, so yeah. there. zero outs. I'm uh, pretty sure Sogard was the first batter. Of the I'm pretty sure he fisted it up the middle. He did fist it up the middle. Yeah. So. Confirmed fisting. <laughs> <laughs> he fisted it. Oh. Just over the shortstop turned second baseman because of the shift's head. Yeah. Oh, which oh. led to a three-run rally to tie the game. Which, which, by the way, I went to bed before the end of that game because I had drank a few too many, and plus it was the twelfth inning or something. I, I didn't. To go to work and I kept tonight. getting woken up by uh, fellow coworkers' text messages that I refused. To oh, Mark. To. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, he texted Mark, a few times. Mark, really you late. Texted several times after nine o'clock. I haven't appreciated. Yeah, um, I didn't. They they lost, and I don't care. They broke up a Twins no hitter because I don't think I could live myself if the Cubs, Cardinals, or Twins no hit the Brewers. Right, and you know what the coolest part of the whole thing was? Even even given the circumstances, Kenton Maeda, who I hate because he was a Dodger and now he's a Twin, and and he has he, frosted hair. Yeah, whatever. Uh, he tipped his cat to the cap to the crowd as he walked off the off the field, and that was fucking cool. <laughs> that's just that's the coolest thing. There's nobody out there, but he tipped his he cap. Tipped to his the cap crowd. anyway. It's really okay, cool. that's good stuff. I, I'm I'm huge fans of players acting like there are thirty to forty thousand people up in the stadium, and there really aren't. I really really love the the theatrics of it. Have we had a curtain call? Not yet. They're not the Brewers because they haven't earned any curtain calls, but <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Like, wouldn't that be kind of cool? I actually, it, I could, it'll, I, it'll come. I mean, good for them. Yeah, I could actually see that. That's what she said. It'll come. Oh yeah, there you go. Good. I could see the Cubs doing it because that seems to be the game that they're playing. But somebody will come out and take a curtain call and yes, and it'll be yeah. Chris Bryant because he's a douchebag. Keep in mind, these fellows are in their twenties and early thirties. They're they're kids. I mean, right. good for them. You know what though? I will take exception to your comment about the Twins players. Do you remember Kent Herbeck dragging that Atlanta Brave off of the base? <laughs> I do not. That famous yes. that famous play in the World Series where somebody slid back. It must have been first because Herbeck played first, yes. right? Yes. He slid back into first, and Herbeck hooked him under the leg, drug him off the base, and tagged him, and they called him out. Okay. I, I, I can't believe probably you should be aware of that, but I wasn't, and Ready? I apologize. My my, my, my question is, is was it more gamesmanship and the umpire fucked up, or was it him being a dick? Well, it was both. It was complete both. Yeah, you well, know. I mean, was it Alex Rodriguez being a Yes, knocking the guy. Well, remember when that's the case, I will. Yes. So you're watching it right now. I'll try we to... gotta wait for an ad. Yeah. Oh, all right, oh. fine. Oh, there's a couple of seconds. Also, Kirby Puckett like molested women in in a restroom. In... Yeah. See. So, yeah, watching video of Ken Herbeck pulling a guy off a of first base. Okay, we're looking at it now. It it it's the equivalent of Alex Rodriguez knocking the ball out of the Red Sox. Ah. It, it absolutely is. It's a dirty oh, play. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Isn't there, it? There's, there was some pretty... Uh, I don't know, man. No? No, no, no. Not not close. No? Not close. Maybe, Maybe I'm that's why I didn't remember. They have a right to bitch, and you know what? 
it might have been the wrong call, and they maybe should Here's have. Here's a slow motion. I don't know. If, if, if you're there listening enough, to this. There was enough of motion there where I, I think you can. I, call by all means, way. if you're in. Listen, in not that, only could you call that either way, but it was not an asshole move at a minimum. All right. If you're in Magna, Utah, Utah, please look that up and give your feedback because I'm only going to be swayed by the opinion of our Utah listeners. I'm not going to be swayed by you guys. It really doesn't mean much until Utah weighs in on that. Right. Uh, I, really, I really like those Twins players. I really did. That's what made it so damn hard. 87-91, they were cool guys. They played they really well. Were. They just played a piece-of-shit stadium with piece-of-shit fans. And it wasn't the fair dome. And Burt Blylevin's wife did, did they what? pipe noise into it at that point? Because I know the Vikings did. Did the Twins do it too? Well, uh, I, I guess I can't confirm it. Of course you I mean, but that. was that the rumor then? I don't well, remember. Well, I know well, the Vikings did it. That, I, I... One, one of my more favorite memories growing up with baseball, and it's only because I have relatives in the in the Minnesota area. As do I. Um, they, we went to a, uh, a Twins white Sox game at the Humpty Dump and when we were out in the you know in the outfield seats uh Chuck Knobloch was playing for for the Twins at the times and and the um the announcer the Twins announcer Chuck Knobloch came Chuck one of the most obnoxious things ever but as like a Late elementary to middle school kid. It was the coolest thing I'd ever heard. They did it with Puckett too. Yeah. Kirby Puckett. Yep. Just, which oh, I don't know. You remember? So the I have no idea what the guy's name was, but the Yankees had a PA guy who oh, yes. who was yes. older than like eighty five something years old, and oh, yeah. so he passed away. But Jeter. Had his, you know, the recording of him announcing yes. his at bats, and Jeter kept that after the guy died. He was the only Yankee, I think, that had. So it was, you know, the guy died. They had a new PA guy, but Jeter coming to the plate was always by this guy, and he had the most perfect. Bob Shepard. Bob Shepard, thank you. It was now batting for the Yankees, shortstop, Derek, Jeter. It was, it was perfect. It was so elegant. And awesome, and not Knobloch or Puckett or... Give me two minutes for a Derek Jeter story. Please. You've probably seen it um, after 9-11, the first game back at Yankee Stadium, when President Bush came out through the first ball. And Bob, oh, who had personally talked to you at one point? That's right, I did. He told me I was doing a good job, and I said, thank you, Mr. President. So anyway, um, three years prior, at, at uh, probably you know 9-15 or whatever it was, um, Jeter and um, the president talk about the first pitch. Mm. And Derek Jeter comes up and says, hey, Mr. President, and hey, Jeter, because he knew him because of his role with the, with the Texas Rangers. And um, you know, you're gonna throw from uh, you gonna throw from the rubber. And the president says, Ah, Derek, I'm gonna go out front. He says, Mr. President, you can do what you want, but this is New York. I would throw from the rubber. And he went out and he did it. And I thought that was just a great story. And he said that yes. if it wasn't for Derek Jeter telling him, 
even New York, even at this time, they're going to boo you if you don't throw from the mound and yeah. you throw a strike at about 70 miles an hour. It's cool as shit. Yeah. So I mean, that was, that was a, a neat story with, with Derek only, Jeter. Uh, it, so, on, yeah. Only Derek Jeter could get away with saying that. To he, the player, he, right? he, he's maybe the only one in the lineup, almost for sure. But there was that mutual respect, and they both told the story. And, and, and President Bush later, I mean, they recounted the same version. It was really? essentially... I was going to throw from in front of the mound, and Gary Cheater said, Mr. President, don't do it. That <laughs> takes some balls to say that right. to the president, to say, I know, think about it, so. But that is a, that, there's probably, you know, five guys in this sport that could have pulled it off. Excuse and, me, Mr. Yeah. President, you're the free, leader of the free world, but <laughs> throw if you don't throw from the mound, you will be seen as a giant pansy. Yes. Oh, good for him. I'm glad he, I'm glad he did that. That's yes, good for Cheater. Yes, good for America. Yeah. Um, where else can we go? Uh, can we talk about Devin Williams? We can talk about Devin Williams because only because I am a huge fan of Devin Williams. Devin, you should all be a huge fan of Devin Williams because he is the next Jeremy Jeffers. He's spectacular. And are the the the, the changeups that that guy is throwing? On three one counts, two o counts, eighty five miles an hour, and they move a good foot, Dude, foot and a half to have the confidence to throw that in those counts. And, and that's the thing. That's pitching, not throwing. That is absolutely right. pitching, and that is like it's confidence in a young guy. In because guess what? Second. At three one, you should have a ninety mile an hour fastball. That right, you can and hit. and he's got the fastball stuff to blow it by guys who are expecting it, and yet he's throwing. A change he's, up. he's got a fastball that Ooh. is between 95 and 98 miles an hour, Very, yeah. and that changeup hits at between 83 and 86 miles an hour and moves. When you have those two together, you don't need another pitch. And he, and he throws and he throws that changeup for strikes too. Yes, he does. So even if you're just I'm not swinging, if I think it's a changeup, right. well, you're still you still could be fine. He's, he's still hitting it anywhere in the zone. He can put that changeup anywhere in the zone and hit a spot. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Travis, I think we also uh, missed one of your another one of your stories. I believe you had a Moose Haas story, which came up because he was oh, one of my favorite yes. Brewer names. It's Moose, Moose Haas. Haas. So I'm a, I'm, I'm a bigger guy, and when I was 13, I was just starting to be a little bit bigger. And we had good baseball coaches back then, and I started to be called Moose. I don't remember exactly the day, but it for sure was not Little League at age 12. And the first time I remember it, it was Fred Babe Ruth at age 13. I was I was bigger than most of the kids, but I was not enormous by any stretch. And Moose Haas um, had been one of the recent Brewer pitchers. And I'm like, and I was a pitcher, right-hander. And like, Moose Haas, that's cool. They, they think, you know, whatever. And I, I grew pretty hard for my age and whatnot. And I, you know, the next five, six, seven years, you know, I was just known as a moose. And I grew kind of proportionately. And, um, you know, there are still people today that just, I'm not even so sure they know my first name, just moose, you know. And um, I always kind of took the, it was, uh, it was because of, you know, you know, big boy threw hard or whatever. So, honest to God story, um, about two years ago. Um, I went to a, um, um, a wake, and it was at the BFW on Star Avenue. And it was Mike Hearn, and Mike Hearn, I love Mike Hearn. He was um, 
Boston native. He was a former O'Hearn, so he was a drinking Irish Catholic guy. <laughs> Funniest man I ever met in my life. I'll tell you, let me tell you a quick Mike Kern story to tell you what we're dealing with here. So in 1986, I was a Legion ball player. It was the same year that Eau Claire um, Legion team won the state championship. So yes, I am a member of that state championship team. We are in, I'm pretty sure Oshkosh. Don't hold me to it. And I was 17 at that time. And some of the 18-year-olds, they thought they had a better chance with their fake IDs, so they went down to the bar area. And they walked up to a bar, and they looked in the window, and our manager, Mike Hearn, was on the bar dancing in his Fruit of the Looms. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And they were going to go in there and try to work their fake IDs. It's like, what the fuck do we do? Do we go in and say, are you going to buy for us, coach, or... Would that be the worst thing to do? So they came back and they said, you want to leave goddamn Hersey? He's in his underwear right now. So that was our leadership. So <laughs> so, so Mike Hearn Sr., he died in 2018, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, we're at the VFW, and I love the guy. He was a naturally funny baseball mind. He was in the he was either rookie ball or A ball in the Boston Red Sox in the late 60s. Had some ability, but no more than, than that. And... Um, so the guys get to talking, and uh, somebody said, why do they call you Moose? And um, I don't know, I'm just kind of a big big guy, you know, I don't know if it was Moose Haas or whatnot, I'm just, because I was pretty sure it was Moose Haas, I was very proud of that, you know, big Moose, whatever. Well, a guy named Marsh Kruger was there. You guys don't know Marsh Kruger, I don't know if our listeners um, are familiar with Marsh, but Marsh is the Probably not our Utah you listeners or for not. The, for the, the Magna Utah folks, Marsh Kruger. Marsh is in his late 70s, early 80s now, but Marsh is the father of Scott Kruger. Very good athlete, um, shortstop, good hitter, um, number two hole, by the way, good fielder, good kid. He just didn't pursue baseball past Legion Ball. Anyway... Marsh is overhearing this conversation, and I'm kind of telling whoever after several beers, because this is an Irish wake, right? This is for Mike Hearn. And he, you know, kind of explained, I don't know, I'm kind of a big guy. I threw kind of hard. He says, Moosey, that's not why we called you Moose. And I'm just, oh, well, what do you mean, Marsh? <laughs> he says, you don't know? Oh, God. What do you want oh, I said, what do you... I said, my mom was there of all things, too. Oh, God. And, of course, she thinks I should be a Major League Baseball pitcher. <laughs> Fucking stupidest thing ever. But she believes I was better than I was. And, and uh, he says, uh, he says that's not why. I said, well, Jesus, Mark, for 30 years. Why? He says, well, you're wind up, Travis. We, we said, if a moose was on a mound and they wound up and threw a pitch, that's what it would be. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Are you serious? And he says, I thought you knew that. I said, I know. And so my mom was heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. And I'm picturing, and I'm like, my wind up was unconventional. It's like stupid. Boy, I had a good arm. I threw hard, but I didn't do anything else right. right? And so I'm like, son of a bitch, it makes sense. That's why they called me Uzi's. At the time, 34 year olds, goddamn dads, are making fun of the kid because all I threw, and I'm left thinking it's because I was a big, strong thrower. So it took Mike Hearn dying for me to find out why my nickname was Moose. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, oh yeah. I'm just... And Marsh, by the way, I will tell you, Marsh will be a good and almost a for sure if I were to reach out guest. 
Oh, that's he fantastic. Knows, I think Marsh probably knows more about Eau Claire baseball than, like, anyone. Marsh put him on the list. Yes. Wow. That's I'm. I'm awesome. Just, I'm just picturing a literal moose throwing a pitch, <laughs> and I'm also and, exactly you know picturing, and, and, picturing and, and, you and throwing tell, the same way. Let me tell you something. They were not wrong. <laughs> and, and I could. It was like see, an octopus see, falling out see, of a 40, tree. Yeah, 40 years ago, or whatever, 35 years ago, because I did throw hard. I, I really did, but that's all I had. And I threw a split finger too, which was fucking crazy good, but I never worked at it. I didn't care. I was drinking beer and, and doing whatever. I didn't care. Which well, my mom thought I should be playing in the major leagues. I fucking know. I'm just whatever. But I probably had an arm and my size, which is kind of medium for what you look at for pitchers. And it's like if someone would have kind of worked at me in age 12 and said, don't fucking have a windup that's so stupid, <laughs> because it was, because, you know, you get leg strength and whatnot. Sure. And it's like, God, I get it, guys. I did throw like that. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't Jesus. blame you. But that was well, before the time where they took you at a young age. Yeah. Right? I'm not blaming anyone. Yeah, they, they didn't break. I could, I could have petered out rookie ball instead of, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> instead of state, state champion legion. Yeah. Yeah, instead of that, I could have fucked you. Yeah. So you, you peaked so, early. But, is, uh, but I, I, I could have looked. And you know what? If that, oh, exactly. And if my turn had not have died, I might have gone to my grave thinking, Moose <laughs> was a good thing nice. versus a bad thing. And I think if we get March Kruger in this basement, which oh. I think we can do. He will confirm that. Oh, jeez. That's good, Marsh. Yeah, that's fantastic. I don't know where to go after this. Let's take a little break and uh, refill, and we'll be right back. Told you it was a good story. One. <sighs> should I start with what just happened? Yeah, you should, Travis. My God. There was some premature something going on. We were talking about stuff that... Things in nature and stuff. Nature and my and it's over you cracked so, the sixth beer yeah i feel like not like i can't be trained you're right what could i possibly say to make it up to you no you have to make now the cracking sound by yourself without us cracking ours i had to do that last time you're gonna no, do, you it have to do it by you, yourself yeah what tell me when you're ready no you're gonna do it right now alone that was bullshit. It sounded like a depth yeah. charge. That is exactly. You know about, about depth charges, Josh? Yes. Really? Have you been in? Really? That's the noise that I made as a four-year-old playing in the bathtub when I would let a depth charge off. So the four-year-old depth charge. Yes, that's what that sounded is like. Accurate. Yes. Yeah. So you know, like about convoys, <laughs> World War II, what they experienced, and. Hey, Josh. I mean, I mean, I mean, you in the bathroom, I imagine. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Did you pop a beer, Justin? I did not crack my beer. No, early neither at did all. I. Prematurely. No. So why don't we do it now? Yeah, like yeah, this. Three, two, one. See that? That was tough. It's very difficult. <laughs> we have high standards on this podcast, and God. Travis seems to not be able to hold the beer standards. You he literally had one job. Senators, but. You had one job. You actually said during that break, I'm going get, to do this. I'm going to get it right. Two days ago, my ATV rolled into the All right. Um, we're going to get into Brucevis and breweries in a minute. Justin, do you want to cover the last week of Brewer Baseball? Because I think I can recap the last 
well, essentially two weeks of Brewers baseball in like 30 seconds. And that is, it's 500 baseball. It's really difficult to watch because the Brewers offense is very stagnant and they either score a ton of runs or none. It's hard to watch most times. And uh, Manny Pena is doing better than we expected. David Phelps is doing better than He's expected. He's done really well. David Williams is doing well. Yep. The Brewers bullpen, the starting rotation is generally well, minus uh, Zach Davey is a uh, uh, replacement lure. Oh, he's who gone. Now is in Appleton pitching at Fox City Stadium. Uh, Lindblom Lin has been bad too. Lindblom has been. He's got a over six ERA. And uh, uh, Anderson uh, reminds me of Chase Anderson. Has he and already given up a run tonight? By the way, it looked like. I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, you can. You you can say that. He's given he's up. He's given a, up a run. He's given up tonight. a run. Yeah. That's... Yeah. There's a there's a run given up by the Brewers tonight. Um, and I shouldn't even say this because we'll probably jinx it. But um, haters unscored upon, right? Hater has been phenomenal. That bullpen has been great, and most of the starting been rotation great. has been really good. It's the offense that hasn't been able if, to. If we, how is uh, um, how's Raleigh Fingers doing so far? Raleigh no, Fingers sure. is uh, still alive. Well, it's good for Raleigh, I guess. Can we? Is that is that good enough for? I, honestly, I don't think we need to break down game by game because so. it's been it's been, it's been pretty bad. It's been it's been up and it's been down. It's been very five hundred baseball. It's nothing. Uh, to write home about, and it's nothing to be excited about at this point. The, the only thing I honestly think you can maybe gleam some hope from is if they start hitting, this is a playoff team. Right. Because their pitching, their bullpen has their, been... Their pitching has been good. And and what did we say, uh, I think, the, in the first couple of episodes, they always put together a great bullpen. Somebody right. like Eric Yarnley has done really well so far. Devin Williams has been phenomenal. Phelps has been phenomenal. They always find a good bullpen. They just don't have the offense right now. But if that all struggling. of a sudden clicks, and it's funny because I always think there's those games, like you said, where they score a few runs that you think, that's it. That's it. That's th- This yep. might get them going. Then Kenta Maeda comes out and throws change-ups that are just utterly insane. And, and they're just... By the way, how many strikeouts in a row did the, did Maeda have last night? Do you remember it that? I think it nine. Nine. It was a, a record for the Twins. Yeah, nine straight strikeouts. That's awful. That's bad. But do we oh. want Travis? Is there anything on your list that you wanted to mention before we got to Brucevis or Breweries? Yeah. Yes. Very briefly, Justin, our Chrome Mobile versus our Firefox listeners. Do you have an updated data? Oh, updated we updated data. This oh, is this is deep I analytics. I'm gonna go deep deep into the analytics. This is sort uh, of do like you have the... some numbers uh, readily available. No, but I took a I took a note and I quoted highfalutin. You had mentioned that. Oh, that's good. because of the iOS. Uh, we have right. a substantially higher number of uh, users using Apple or Mac devices than we do. Are, are they the highfalutin people? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure highfalutin is a word. Highfalutin? Right. I don't think that's what Travis said. No. I missed it. I think I said it right the first time. You might have said it right the first time. Yeah. Highfalutin. I don't think we want to waste a lot of time on it. I thought you'd, you'd have it at your fingertips. I think we can probably well, I saw you writing okay. stuff down. So I've taken a lot of notes. and. Um, well, let's... I, I, well, as long as we're talking about that, Justin, quote... We are big in the Chicago market. 
Justin Groyle. Yes. We are. 5.40 p.m. We are. Uh, the operating systems, 70% uh, of our uh, uh, visitors uh, use iOS, which is uh, an Apple product, uh, mobile yeah. product. Jesus Christ. 14% uh, yeah. uh, use I'm, Windows. I'm so bored right now. Uh, my, my original question. use Mac. Mac. Travis, you open this can of worms and Firefox, maybe talk about this. Firefox, I'm closing it. Close the window, hey, please. Josh, why yes. don't we move on here? Why don't we go on to Bruce Davis? Yes. And, and again, because we're opening up new markets what, all over the nation. We need to explain what Bruce We'll explain what Bruce Davis is. Again, it's a derivative of the Seinfeld Festivus, um, in particular the airing of the grievances, mm. where it, us grievances. being old to middle-aged guys, we we have a lot of them. We like to bitch. Yeah, more and, than most people. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Exactly. This is our get off our lawn our lawn moment. So we are going to each take a, a particular grievance that we have about sports in general. It could be baseball, anything. Could be. Can I start with the Brewstavis? Do you want to start? Do you have one that's... I've got oh, one. Okay. Absolutely. It's been yes. bugging me for about a day and a half now. Uh, well, that's a long... Jesus, how have you got through it? But, <laughs> so, I, I thought World War One of the trenches was bad. <laughs> Holy shit! It's it's been. I woke up me. this morning thinking about this. It's been bugging me all day. Oh, you're not fucking face. Again uh, with the pour, Travis. That's the worst. You just pour I've ever poured seen your can mug. directly you've into the got, bottom of your you've mug. Got five inches of head and, <laughs> and two inches of shafted shafted. You're going to have to of sit there for inches. five minutes until that becomes a legitimate beer to drink. Travis, of your seven inches, five is head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So my Bruce to this, I, and you know, it's been a big issue for me in the past, but it came to a head, TV, <laughs> uh, uh, with uh, uh, Fernando Vina Jr. Fernando Vina Jr.? Did I... Fuck that up already. Fernando Tatis. Fernando Jr. Tatis Jr. Did I say Fernando Vina Jr.? My Brucevus might be you. It, 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 it makes my beer floor look uh, oh. pretty, pretty trivial. See Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, Fernando oh. Vina Jr. was a, a all-star second baseman for the Brewers for like one year, who's most famous for getting crushed by Albert Bell. Shut your face. On a ground ball. Do I just need to give up? Jesus. Can I, can you I can speak? pass. <laughs> I speak my Bruce this. Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh. hit a grand slam in a blowout game with a 3 0 pitch, and the entire uh, Ranger team blew up as, as if this was the biggest sin in baseball history. Yeah, they did. Go fuck yourself. You know what? If, if you're going to throw a meat pitch at 3 0, uh, expect a grand slam to be hit. If you don't want some some team to run up the score on you, don't continue to have your starting lineup in uh, in play. Don't have your best players playing. We all know, and given the Brewer game last night, you can have a no hitter going into the ninth inning and still play extra innings with the with the potential of losing. Yeah. Because yeah. Major League Baseball and professional athletes. Will play to the last out, and there's no clock so, in baseball. There's no clock in baseball. So when you have a legitimate beef, or when you think you have a legitimate beef over somebody playing hard in the middle of a game because you're getting your ass kicked, 
Go fuck yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100%. There is a whole lot of these unwritten rules that are in baseball uh, that bug the hell out of me. Yeah. And that is one of them. Don't run up the score. You know what? If you don't want the score run up, play a little better. You know, if you don't, don't want the go score 3-0. Run up, don't go 3 0. And don't throw a meat pitch down the middle where a, a very young batter can hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah. If you don't want to get the score run up, run up on you, play better. And if you think the game is over and you don't want the score run up, put all of your subs in and throw a position player out, out at the mound and give but up. Throw up the white flag. Yeah, give up. Yes. Give up. Go out there and say, we're not playing hard anymore. I'm putting my third baseman on the mound. Please just let's get through let's this. Let's get yeah. through this. No, you didn't do right. that. You had a legitimate pitcher on your pitching staff on the mound still, and he threw meat at 3-0 to, to, to be, and for Fernando Tatis Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr., to have to apologize or feel like he has to apologize at the end of the game. You know what? The Houston Astros cheated. They cheated hard. Yep. They cheated more than... Most teams have cheated. That's in like a history. triple, quadruple festivus. It maybe would be half an episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, the Houston the Houston Astros cheated. Do you know how many of their players have apologized for that? Zero. Do you know how many Fernando Tatis Juniors have apologized for hitting a grand slam? One. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah. Rangers. Screw you for thinking that Fernando Tatis is in any sort of violation of unwritten rules for hitting a grand slam on your meat-ass pitch. Justin, I didn't see it. Was there any bat flip or any theatrics? No! He he yeah. was a consummate professional in it. Okay. And, and from what I've seen on the Twitterverse, it is overwhelmingly in support of Fernando Tetis Jr. Right. Even, even Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Bauer, Bauer, who is outspoken and oh, a yeah. pitcher's pitcher, he will back anything pitching until yeah. the nth degree. Even Trevor Bauer said, go get your grand slam and continue to play the way that you're playing. Right. And so... so oh, oh, That's oh, a and, really good one. And, and the next batter, who was Manny Machado, got thrown behind. That is such a bitch move. Uh, not a good deal. Such a bitch move. And, um, oh, I'm sorry. I completely forgot where I was. Oh, um, so I don't know what inning that was in. But so. It was mid mid to late game. It wasn't ending. Okay. Innings. So it like. Was still, okay. It was still plausible so that the Rangers. Later could... in the game, was it wrong if a, if a Ranger tried to leg out a ground ball? Or is he just supposed to jog it out? Because. Right. He, you know, you guys can't really try to score, right. so, you know, we shouldn't really try to score. I, I That's think ridiculous. a lot of the younger guys, um, and I'm not even so sure that a generation before that didn't see some of these old rules as archaic, but they are very, very hard to change. It's one thing to have the mental thing, and then you kind of get into the spirit of the clubhouse, and you see what happens, and you almost feel that you have to, but deep down, you know, I would have done this myself. Right. Would have done what Tatis does. Yeah, so, and you know, even yeah. like the bat flipping. There's times when bat flips. Uh, maybe... that, that's my thing. Okay, I, so I, I, I know that, that that's you don't a line crosser like the... for me. I know yeah. it is for you, but I think yeah. about like the quintessential bat flip that started it all was um, Jose Batista. Yes. From the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. When he hit it in a playoff game, a walk off home run at home, and he winged his bat, 
you know, so far. Can, can, is can, there can something we, can we wrong look at with a situa- that? Can we look at a situation and say, this is so enormous that we can kind of understand yes, it? Yes, that's what and, I mean. And, 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 and apply that to all sports where it's like World Series, Super Bowl, playoffs, NBA, whatever. There is a difference, right? There is a complete difference. Let's be smart right. about this. Is the guy being a complete prick to rub your nose in it? Or is the celebration equal to the accomplishment? Right. Jose Batista hit a walk-off home run in a playoff game to win a playoff series. I remember series. watching it. And at that time, I don't, I've seen that many times. I didn't think it was offensive. What I do see offensive is many of the other ones. It's just, it just rubbed me the, the wrong way. And, is it because I'm 52 and I don't get it? Or do, you, clean, I get that. Do you remember how Kenny Lofton, you remember Kenny I, Lofton? Uh, Indians. That's how I remember Indians. Okay. Indians, yeah. He had this weird... When he, when he walked, when he took a walk, which he did a lot, he literally just dropped the bat on home plate. Literally just plunked, plunked yeah, it down okay. and ran and ran it first. Jim Tomey did something a little similar in that, you know, he had that, that left-handed swing. Right. He'd take a walk and he would just, whoom, like, wing the bat right back at his dugout. Okay. Either one of those, if you took it in the wrong context, yeah. is like... And, and you take Jim Tomey, one of the classiest... 600 home run, I mean... Absolutely. And, and he, these guys. I mean, and, so, yeah, I mean, let's be realistic. What What is it? What's the intent? How's that tough? What's it, your intent? Exactly. Jim Tomei is science, not trying but, to... And Tomei did that thing where he leveled the bat at the pitcher before every pitch. Do you remember like that? He, Cooper, he yeah. pointed it right at the pitcher yep. and then brought it back. But, but, it, but pitchers knew it wasn't offensive. It, it wasn't. It wasn't intimidating. It, but then I come back to somebody like Juan Soto. Uh, the outfield for the Nationals, who I fucking hate, correct. because correct. when 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 he gets like a ball yeah. and he does this little feet shuffling thing, he yeah. he leans forward right at the batter, and he's on record saying, "Yeah, it's my way to get into the pitcher's head." That's oh. a, just a fucking little it's douche. A it's a dick, thing to it's, do. It's a dick move, and you know what? At the end of the day, the players do understand, and th- and that's not say that the seventies and eighties players think like. The 2020, because they shouldn't, right? Right. But what ha- what should remain from 1910 and what needs to change? I mean, I, I think fundamentally most players, I think most players have a pretty good idea of what's a dick move and what isn't. And But, yeah, there is some shit. That, some of this unwritten rule stuff is garbage. Yes. I mean, there's some unwritten rules. There are games that were in contention. I mean, let's, let's take like a... And no, I do not have the actual games in the actual year, but we all know of these games that have happened. For example, let's say a 9-2 game in the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. That, Jesus, three runs in the seven, oh, two runs, and all of a sudden, it's like, well, you were supposed to kind of give up because, listen, these games aren't over. 15-1 to one in the ninth, different story. Yes. But... As long as they're still competitive and you have a reasonable chance of it being a ball game, yep, that, that that's treated that way. And especially in today's day and age, when balls are flying out of ballparks and teams are calling themselves the Bama Squad because they can hit home runs because at record can, pace and they can come back and score five runs on two hits in an inning, you're still in games. And so to be stealing a base when you're up six in the seventh is not egregious no. that's not outlandish uh, the players the players deep down know what's a bullshit dick move and what isn't right right and, and Tatis's grand slam happened in the top of the eighth with one out oh, okay. uh, like, what's he supposed to do right. 
Unless he did a dick it. move on his around the plate. It did a pirouette on home yeah, plate. And all then... of the replays that I've seen, it was he swung. It looked as, as if he knew it was going to be a home run. He did a normal bat toss like he would in any typical at-bat. They continued to round the bases, and they had a little celebration in the dugout. Well, th- there was a few years ago when, and I forget the teams. Nothing I know, I know the Padres were involved, and that's all I know. It was, I think it was a no hitter. A, a guy had a no hitter going into the ninth in a one nothing game, and, oh, and a dude bunted for a base hit and broke up the no hitter. Right. And the other team like lost their minds about it. Fair game. It's Fuck a you. it's a one nothing game. It's a one nothing game. You know what? If it's ten to nothing, that's you a, have dick a little move. more. That's a dick a move, and that's where yeah, one nothing. You're try. You still have a legitimate and shot you know what? to score. And with I don't know what the situation right. was, but I don't care if you're a two fifty team or not. You're still playing to win. And oh, by yeah. the way, because you're you don't want athlete. to be no hit. And part of you know just you don't want to be that team that blank pitcher no hit. Right. You do want to break that up, right? Yeah, and, and, and where's right. The, where's the no line? no? And the one no hitter. A bunt, I don't like that. That that crosses a line for me, and I think it crosses a line for a lot of people. Sure. Go up there, take your swings. If you get a hit, you do. If you make an out, you make an out. You but at one nothing, at one nothing, a bunt. Oh, if, game if, on. If, if Eric Sogard laid down yeah. a bunt last night yeah. in the top of the ninth, a three nothing game, I have no problem with that at all. Three nothing. Because look what happened. By the way, you saw what happened. Exactly. Right and now, they if came. he no, if he bunts an eleven zero. That's a dick move. That's a yeah, my opinion. Story. Right. It's a different story. Yep. It's a whole different ballgame. 100%. Maybe. Okay. How did the All Brewers right. get ahead, by the way, Justin? I have no idea. Okay. So we're ahead now. Anyway. Yeah, we're ahead. Uh, and, and that is a great Bruce of this, and we could have an entire podcast on the unwritten rules you know what? of baseball and how I bullshit don't, I don't, Why, why don't we? Because I think this is important, because I feel, because I have some real thoughts on these unwritten rules, and we're, we would certainly not be the first people to ever bring it up right because i think people that uh, are really that are our generation um you know kind of look at that and i think let's talk about that maybe that'd be a, a major subject yes we should do absolutely do that by the can way I, I, can i pause something here for a second oh josh. pause the pause no no, no, no oh, oh yeah go ahead josh yeah travis justin with my uh unwritten rules bruce to this and my uh clearly superior choice of beer tonight mm. Can I say that I've made up for any screw-ups? No, we're not to that well, point of I, the podcast. Can I, can I yet. interject here? Yeah, go ahead. Am, am I able to? Yes. As a, Justin, I'm I'm a little concerned that you had to bring it up. Yeah. With that said, I agree with you totally. This beer <laughs> is so good that it that it does eclipse your enormous fuck up with the blueberry stuff. And um, this is great beer. We've all made mistakes. You made a mistake. It was well intended. Um, what, 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 what are we going to do? Embarrass you for the next fucking five years? You, you made a stupid beer decision. Well, that was my but plan. Thing. This beer is awesome. I am a huge Bald Eagle fan for the podcast listeners that don't know. Utah, I don't know if you have Bald Eagles or not. Um, but well, they're they still rep- American. They, <laughs> they represent our nation. They have huge nests. And oh, by the way, I see them when I kayak on, on my Lake Eau Claire. But... Very near hands. I'm not a big fan of the teal typically, but the way you pulled that off, um, six zero on the ABV, which is less than most um, IPAs, which is good because you can enjoy you can more of them, of them. Yes. and it's still a little bit more than your regular beer. Justin, 
long story short, you aced it. I wish you would not have had to bring it up yourself because that's not a good look, but I agree with you. Um, Travis, when have you known me to have a good look? You haven't, ever. So as long as we're there, do you want to give it your grade? We have to give it the single, the double, or whatever as long as well, we're it's, there. Well, it is a legit home run in my book. And I, if we have to do it, I mean, if we, if we say Grand Slam versus um, solo shot, I put it as a solo shot home run. Better than a triple, but not probably Grand Slam, because I don't know if I've had that beer yet. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. It is a very good beer. It, it, it is a good beer, and I wish I had more. I wish we had more of these. So, yeah, you yeah, did I a mean, good job. Yeah. Now, Travis, you... We didn't bring up your birthday early enough. It is, my, it is my birthday. I mean, it took you a while to bring it up. We yeah. were a minute and 30 seconds late. Yeah, and Justin, mm -hmm. you had to bring up your own redemption, I guess, because and all that. But And it's not even generational because I'm not a millennial, but I, I have low self-esteem. So when my birthday gets overlooked for three, four, five minutes, I mean, what, what's a fellow do? Travis, I am a millennial. And I had low self-esteem for a while. So You're I'm not a millennial, are you? Technically a millennial. Technically. Anyway, that's so. If we <laughs> if we look at if we look at if you uh, take the zennials into account, I don't know what which that are is. the okay. the the people who are between uh, Generation X and millennials. It's the group that I'm a part of. Well, what's that like an eighteen month goddamn group? No, it's it's six years. That's right. It's oh, six yeah. years, yeah. and it's a people don't, who don't who have right. to work. Who John, have to work. Hey, listen, oh, Justin. No, I'm gonna say this. goddamn it! You're at the top of the hill. You, you are fierce. at a peak right now. Yeah. With that beer. Don't ruin it. Don't hey, don't, don't ruin it. Don't do that. Don't do it. Josh, <laughs> move forward. It's the people that have work work ethic, but can still. Uh, Manage social media. Social media. Anyway, right, this. You got it. Okay. This so, is a. It, I, I agree with you. It's a solo. I highly home. recommend this beer. Yeah, I, I would absolutely drink this beer. For me, it's a it's a two run homer in the top of the fourth that puts you up by one run. Fair enough. Yeah. Very I, fair. I'd like it. I wish I had more right now to drink. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't bring like a backup six pack to like. Can I address that? This was these these were the last three six packs that were in the cooler. Oh really? They were the last. I have no way to three. confirm that, but I was going to take a picture I, of it. It I was believe, the I last three. Yeah. There were two that they pulled up, and I was like, oh, "Oh yeah, these Jesus. are great." So I grabbed the two, and then nice. there was a big gap, and there was one way in the back. I'm like, well, fuck, because I thought about it for a second. Like, is that one in the back? Has that one in the back been sitting there for so long that it's going to be skunky? And I don't want to bring the skunky six pack because once we get into this. And there's a six pack, and they start drinking it. And I'm already on blueberry probation, so I don't think I want to do this. But all of the numbers on the boxes lined up, so I thought, okay, well, if one sucks, they're all gonna suck. I gotta tell so you, I'm looking okay. at numbers mean something. <laughs> so I So I thought, okay, all of the numbers line up. I don't. They. I don't know. Can, what you, they can mean. you picture him? Can you picture him, Josh? There, just looking <laughs> I all. Texted, he texted me from Josh. the beer He's aisle. Like, oh, it. He's like, I, this is really tough. <laughs> I was sweating. <laughs> because Josh's wife was texting me. Well, that's true. <laughs> Josh's wife was texting me, so I looked at my phone and I'm like in like this frantic scurry because I know I've got like 20 minutes to get over to Josh's house before this thing starts. And I, I'm down between two beers, and this one is the oh. cooler of the two. And I couldn't make a decision, I? so I decided this is the one I'm grabbing. I grabbed the two, and there were nothing behind it. I was like, 
holy fuck. So I duck down because it's at the bottom of the case. And I look all the way into the back, and there's that poor little six-pack that's sitting in the back there. Like, God damn it, that's been sitting there for all summer, and that thing's going to be skunky. All the numbers lined up, and I just said, screw it. We're doing it. Um, I, I, I think I have something that will summarize this. Justin, I will buy this beer, and I think I'm going to try to buy it tomorrow. So <laughs> You can't do it at Woodman's because they're sold out. I will try to do it tomorrow, and wherever that is, feel very proud of your selection. Good work. Good redemption. Now just keep your mouth shut for the rest of the podcast. Can I rate, no, we'll can go, I rate we'll... this beer? Can I rate yeah, this you're beer? right. Let them rate it, and okay. then let it, let it go. It's a bunt single at best. Just kidding. <laughs> the look on your face is priceless. <laughs> no, I, I, obviously, I'm going to call this... Um, uh, it's going to be the three-run home run. Okay. Uh, there's a runner right. on first and third. Manny Pena's up at bat, and there's two outs. He rocks a three-run homer in the sixth inning, and that puts the Brewers up um, four to three. That's not too much different. That's pretty good because it's from someone, like it, that, yeah. someone that we downplayed a lot at the home. beginning of the yes. year, which we downplayed you a lot at the beginning of the year because right. you're you. And so you come back all, over I'm, very, I'm, I'm all about the symbolism. Yeah. So where are we at? We're at Brucevist? Did we did Brucevist. Yeah, you, you did have to do just, Brucevist. No. Travis has to do a Brucevist. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. Four things. I'm going to... Four? Four? Where are you going? I'm going to grab another beer. Can I talk while you're getting there? Yeah, yeah, of course. There are four of them, but they're very quick, and I'm going to deviate from the rules a little bit. And if I need to be disciplined before the next one, I will be disciplined. Brewstivist number one. My podcast partners are not wearing a brewer cap. They should be. Brewstivist number two. There should be no cake frosting other than buttercream. There should not be meringue, and there should not be, um, what is that shitty stuff that's, uh, help me out here. It's not sports related. He said he was going to break the rule. I will get to that. All right. What is the other cake frosting that sucks? Thank you. Um, Is that really a thing? There is no um, Led Zeppelin, Prince, Queen, very overrated, my opinion. We're going to get to actual Brewstivist sports. Wrigley Field. Oh, man. Wrigley Field, although I do not have a lot of first-hand examples, I have two first-hand examples and a lot of credible information that tells me the following. A, the players do not play a role in my opinion. They have a couple of assholes on their team. Oh, they probably always had a couple of assholes. I'm a big fan of Joe Madden, but I'm not against Joe Madden. Every team has a couple of assholes. listen, these sports fans in Wrigley Field... You hear the It's Chicago's Biggest Bar. Well, I guess. But do not mistake that for a place that, when it fits the narrative, is this biggest baseball... Um, cathedral? Oh, God, Mecca? That was the word I was looking for. Think I was going to go cathedral, but Mecca would work. The overwhelming percentage of Chicago fans fit that category. They can fuck themselves. Chicago, they have many, many good... I mean, think of the size of the city and the Ulsters. And, mm-hmm. and you know, i I, I got to tell you, you hear the stories about when they won that first World Series five, six years ago or whatever. 
that felt really cool for me because there were a lot of 89 year olds that yeah, had that. Yeah. That was neat. That meant that is cool as shit. Well, and how many listen, fans took like flowers to the, the grave of their dad who yeah. never saw the Cubs? Oh, that was cool. That hits home. Mm -hmm. So don't think what I'm saying in one minute diminishes that. As a matter of fact, I would hope that it you know has, has an opposite effect. I have been there, and I've heard so many stories about the average Cubs fan. This is this is a social thing versus a baseball game. No, every stadium has that. Miller Park has that. Yes, it's still Miller Park. Whatever you have that. You you think you have forty five thousand true baseball fans in any stadium? Of course no. not. But Wrigley Field is the preeminent. This is here. I'm cool. It's Wrigley. You don't. You don't know you don't know anything about the fucking game. The average Wrigley Cub person can fuck themselves. Yes. And um, I think I covered everything for Bruce Davis. Thank you. Oh, very good. Yeah, you're right. I, I, we've talked about it before. That Wrigley's a place to be seen. I've been to one game at Wrigley Field, and I was berated for being a Brewers fan. Yeah. Really? Berated, completely berated. Uh, the Brewers got their ass kicked. Jeff Jenkins hit a home run. That was the only highlight of the game. I was uh, completely annihilated for wearing any sort of Brewers uh, uh, regalia, uh, um, uh, clothing. I had a Brewers hat on. The only thing that was good about it is we had free tickets on the L train to get into the city. So I, I've probably been to Wrigley more than most of you guys. I've been there four or five times, and I've always had a great time there. And, I mean, the sights are great because the women are just unbelievable. It was with an uggo. What's the money for? Yeah, why are you... Why am I... Do I need to pay? Uh, it's for uh, Josh's wife. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's... How much? <laughs> you overpaid. <laughs> Uh, Josh's wife bought me a sub sandwich. So I don't need to pay her. No, you don't. No, you don't need thank, to. You thank don't, you, don't, Justin, for the whisper anyway. But no, I had a good time at yeah. Wrigley. It's a shame that you that you had a bad time there. I I had a great time. I you thought the company was You could have a good fun. time there, but still criticize the average fan. Yes. Oh, a absolutely. And and I and I think. Oh, nice. Um, and, and I think my my buddy, who's a diehard Cubs fan, he used to live. Right down in Wrigleyville, yeah. you could see the lights from from his oh, apartment yeah. window. And what's really cool about about Wrigley is we, you know, we're walking to the game because it's that close. You're walking literally through a neighborhood, Vienna sausage <laughs> signs, yes. thing, and then you turn a corner and holy shit, there's a fucking ballpark right there. Amazing, like yeah. that, that's it, it's incredible. See, if I can have another Wrigley experience at some point in my. Uh, adulthood and not my college it, years it, it might be different sure. and, I, and i think it might be different now because you you had you know at the wrigley field north when when all the cubs fans invaded milwaukee right now it's, it's flipped a little bit and there's a lot of brewer fans that go down to chicago right. i don't think they can get away with that pure like um you know just uh, right. berating brewer fans that, that's a shame i actually felt that same way when i went to lambo dressed in my bear stuff well, I, I had some real bad experiences. But, but, you, but, you, but you shouldn't yeah, have that. Right. If you had that, that's a shame because nobody should treat you that. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But, but 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 if ninety people 
90% of the people treat you great, but 10% treat you bad. That's, I mean, that's still a lot of people. I right. Think. And, and my, my first time, my first time at Lambeau, I was with my wife. I was in my beer stuff. She was in her Packer stuff. And we walked, you know, through all the tailgating, nothing but good, good people. And, you know, we were holding hands and someone was like, Hey, look, everyone, world peace is possible. Cause we have a Bears yeah, fan and, I, and it, was, it was really, yeah, right. Exactly. Lame or whatever, but it was, they, they were all so nice. I know. And we, we sat the first time I ever went to Lambeau, we sat, um, really near the field. It was the year that the Bears went to the Super Bowl when Devin Hester oh, um, was, yeah. was Devin Hester. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and they blew yeah. out the, the Packers yeah. at Lambeau. Yeah. And we were sitting with a bunch of old people who all um, inherited the seats from their parents who were season ticket holders. And they were so, so incredibly nice. Like, they gave me shit, but in a super nice, oh, like, yeah. right. in Midwestern, like old, way, old yeah. women way. It was absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. It was, it was so much story. fun. Yeah, so much absolutely. fun. The other time I went was a, was a different story, and I almost got into a fight. But, you know, what have you. That's oh. not the point. But, what, what number uh, Lambeau Field visit was it when uh, Corey uh, deep-throated the mini hot dog that we had to go on Lambeau Field tour for? Uh, 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 well, that was not a game. It was for a conference, but you still had to look at the glorious uh, Lambeau Field, and you walked out onto the yeah. That was onto the actual that was grass. terrible. That was terrible. I don't you think s- I walked on the grass. I think I refused to step on. No, the I don't think any of us could walk we, on the grass. We couldn't go out on there. That, no, we we went into the visitors' locker room, so you had to have felt at home there in the puny yeah. little. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. By the way, the the visitors' locker room, which was like in a hallway, it was it's worse than my high school. Locker right, room. and they're like, "Well, this is like constantly rated as one of the best visitors visitors' locker room in all of NFL." It's like, and what it the was, fuck are the rest of them like? Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I can only imagine what the Packers have to deal with when they go to. Uh, well, think about like going to like 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 Philly, like the old Veteran Stadium. Oh yeah. Good lord. You know, just roach infested. Oh God! Yeah. They used to have a court, a literal judge, like in the basement of veterans and, and, yes. and, a, holding, and a holding cell. Yeah. Yes. They did. Oh. <laughs> All right, you got to do your Bruce to I got to do my Bruce We're gonna run out of megabytes. We're, we're we're actually good. We're at about a hour and forty three minutes, so oh, we're doing we're doing very well. So my Bruce of this, um, it's it's uh, pretty straightforward. It's if you're going to a pro sporting event. No matter what the sporting event is, okay. okay. If you wear a jersey of a team or sport that is unrelated to that game, spot on. Oh, God, give me twenty minutes, and I'll be with you. I just, I, thank you, John. I remember. I, I I've always hated, but I remember it like 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 it's oh, yesterday goodness. when it oh. really struck home for me. I'm walking into a yeah. Brewers game. And God knows what game it was. But there's a dude walking in the stadium wearing a wearing a no wearing a Tennessee Titans jersey. Oh my god! They uh, it was you know like Brewers against the Pirates or something, and he's wearing a Tennessee Titans jersey. Like, all right, I get it. You want to make a statement wow. that that you're I'm not a fan of either of these teams, but I'm going because but, but, my but, cousin got me tickets. But, but Josh, how, how about many of those people are actually making a statement and not just stupid? they're just stupid. morons. But how about the people that roll into um, Miller Park with a Rodgers or a Packer jersey? Because right, right. they're it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, right. really? Gay Wisconsin. It's the same thing. If I wear a Packers jersey as a as a Brewers jersey, right? 
Go, go, shove it straight up your, up ass. your ass. Go, fist it hard up the middle. Fist it hard up the that, middle. That should, be, that should be hard up the middle. Yeah, go neutral for God's sakes. Wear a Nike shirt, or I don't give a flying fuck you know what, what you wear. Go wear your I'm going to stop you there because this is a midline or a midline festivus for me. I don't know how many Bruce of us. We know what we don't associate anything with Seinfeld or any sort of trademarks that they have. Okay. Bruce to this. How many games do you really go to? Two, three, most people go to one if they go to any. Wear a goddamn shirt or a hat representing your team. You don't have to have a two hundred dollar fucking outfit. Wear a shirt, a jersey, or something. You're going to a Brewers game, do not show up in a green polo. That has some logo of an insurance company. You can right. wear something supporting your team. If you live in the state of Wisconsin, you can go to any clothing store, For any eight store, bucks, and get something that has the logo on it. Yep. And if you can't, there's a store within the stadium. That you can pay a little bit more for and have a you have paid for parking a ticket and whatever. Here's the deal: support your goddamn team. It does right. mean something for all of the fans to have team colors on. And these people that roll in, I'm a fan, and I'm wearing, you might be a fan, but really, just fit in, pay a couple extra bucks and wear some gear. Yep. I'm okay with you rolling in with a Green Bay Packers uh, beanbag uh, wood set where you're out tailgating okay. oh, and you're tossing yes. Green Bay Packers beanbags. You know what? I'm okay with that. If you're wearing a Brewer's shirt or a Brewer's hat or something blue and fucking gold, I'm okay with it. Right. We're not asking a whole lot. You can throw up your Packers uh, freaking umbrella uh, tent thing, whatever, yep. o- overhang. Of course. For your tailgate You don't have to spring for a $200 tent. Right. You know what? We're not asking for a lot. We're asking you to wear the colors of the team that you're going to root for. And even if you're not, if you're not going to wear the colors, fine. Wear something completely neutral. 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 Wear, wear a shirt that just has a Nike logo on it. Yes. Wear Anything. your favorite Hanes T-shirt. Right. But don't don't. Bloom. I'm not going to discriminate on what what brand. You just don't wear. Don't wear a Florida Panthers jersey. NHL jersey in there because don't. nobody gives a crap. And and so the. I, Milwaukee Bucks, Green Bay Packers, you're off limits when you go into uh, Miller Park. Right. So American Family Field. Two years ago, two three years ago, I was out in D.C. with a family. Took the 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 obligatory family trip to Washington D.C. You saw Craig Collins. What? Oh yeah, there's another good story. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a good story. It's a story, but but whatever. That'll be for another episode. I'll I'll, I'll tell it really fast because not much happened. <laughs> That's I was, true. I was in. I took the family out to D.C. For the, the the typical trip to Washington D.C., we, the we we yeah we timed it so so the Brewers would play the Nationals yep. out there, and Willie Peralta threw my kid a, a ball by the way. Okay. So cool. Willie Peralta, awesome by the way, but whatever. So where is he now? Um, yeah, out of baseball. Um, at uh, Arlington, saw the changing of the guard. Sitting, Arlington National Cemetery. Uh, yeah, yes, sitting great, there. Great, great yep. stop when you go to Oh, DC. so, Amazing. so cool. Sitting there on the steps, like literally, you know, yeah. sitting on the steps, hands on the on the, on the the ground, watching the changing of the guard with my kids. Guy comes... Too many unknown soldiers. Yep. Guy comes walking past me, almost steps on my hand, you know, like very kindly plans his, his steps and walks past. I, I look up, I'm like, 
That's fucking Craig Council. It's Craig Council. Craig Council just walked like right past me. I like you told me. I started like elbowing my 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 youngest, who's a huge like Craig Council just like walked right past us. So the, you know we we solemnly wait till the end of the ceremony, then go chasing him down because we're idiots. Right. And he's walking around looking at the stuff with with you know with his kid. He's got a son. I'm like, do I go up and get a picture? Not in Arlington. Any other place I would have can asked. I, can I interject? Good decision. Good can I interject? Go ahead. That is probably the coolest decision you've ever made in your life. Yeah. I'm generally, I, I, I give you a lot of credit it's for that. It's huge. Like I, you could have been not uh, there. any idiot and you could have totally gotten a selfie with him. Right. And he would have been fine with it. He may have you been. Could have, you could have gotten a picture with him. I, you held the solemn uh, uh, feeling, the... Pretty. The, the yeah. what Arlington National Cemetery represents for our country yeah. and the people who have died. Right. And are because there. He, he could have said no, I, not here, and I would have felt right. like an idiot. Well, no, but but I'm listen. Don't be modest about this. It's what what Justin is saying means a ton. That is enormous because it's easy, it could be very easy to get wrapped up to my kids here. It's great council, right? But you made the decision that this is Arlington. There's things not there an things easy thing to do. But thank that. you, yeah. thank you for doing that. Yeah. I, I'm sure that. And and yeah. he did walk past me, and I said, "Hey, good luck tonight." And that's fine. And, 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 and he he said thank you story. and moved on, and that and right. that was it. So that was my. But what thank I, you. Yeah. But what I was getting gosh. to is we the the whole um, jersey at a different stadium. Walked in. We went to two games. Walked into the. It was Brewers Nationals. We timed the the trip there. Walked into National Stadium. I don't. I have no idea what the name of that stadium is. Walked in, you know, tons, yeah. tons of fan, and and who walks by us? But an an older, shorter, fat guy wearing a Cubs jacket, fuck him, and a Cubs hat with two thousand. What year did they win? Two thousand sixteen, seventeen? I don't know. Whatever it was, two thousand sixty yeah. World Series yeah. champions, just emblazoned on it, Cubs everything. And it's like you're at a Brewers Nationals game, and you're just rocking every Cubs item that you well, bought it, it, since it's they won. It's a little bit like that idiot Marlins guy, right? Cubs at any game. Yeah, Marlins man. Well, sixteen. Sixteen. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So that's my Bruce of this. If you're going thank to a, you. if you're going to a game, either go neutral or wear uh, an article that. You know, it closely resembled your team's colors. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Should I just roll into our breweries? Go right into breweries. Uh, my brewery memory is not a fond one. Because Do we, we need have... to explain breweries just in case? Breweries new... are our memories of drinking. It, their brews are drinking memories that has it doesn't have to do with baseball it's it's just either our, you or someone else it right, can be other yeah right uh, memories while drinking mine happens to be with uh, myself and it's not a great memory for me um, so Wisconsin we uh, Wisconsinites are known for our love of old fashions both sweet and sour brandy and whiskey the problem is, the first time I ever decided to have an old-fashioned, um, I was in Door County, and we did a haunted pub crawl. Oh, so, shit. Was I there? No, you weren't. Oh, I was there okay. with my parents and my brother and his girlfriend. 
and it was oh, a drink fest. And if you've done the haunted pub crawl indoor county before, oh, so good. you know that they push the alcohol on you and you oh, yeah. only drink and drink and drink. Yep. So at the end of this pub crawl, it the, the bus, the trolley stops at uh, the Carrington, which is the bar that's attached to the landmark Remark. resort. Yep. In which, oh, we just happen to be staying at. So we go into this bar <laughs> and we drink some more. And the first time I decide that I want to try an old fashioned, I'm already like 10 or 11 drinks deep. So I drink two or three old fashions. And then I decide, <laughs> well, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of el- hard alcohol. I think I need to scale things back. It's so like you could say alcohol at that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why don't you give me a picture of Spotted Cop? Yeah. yeah oh, a picture. I mean, that's, that's a great idea. idea. So I, it's like water if you're in. Because my, my, my mom and my dad at that point have realized that they probably shouldn't drink anymore. And my brother has realized, hey, maybe we should cool it down. And my brother's girlfriend, uh, I think, long stopped drinking at that point. Uh, I was tasked with drinking this pitcher of uh, Spotted Cow. Oh. So I go ahead and I continue to drink Spotted Cow. Nice, nice. Uh, we go back to our joint uh, suite, which has like sleeping for six people. And the next morning, my mom's making breakfast and I am in the bathroom throwing up. <laughs> I blamed it on the old fashioned. I would too. So I said, it's like the cherry or something. I, nice it was the old fashioned. It had to have been because I've done this haunted pub crawl before and I was fine. You're fine. I've drank spotted cow before and I was fine. It has to be the old it fashioned. Be, it's, not, it's not your fault. And the only thing I really remember from that morning is getting out of the bathroom and the disappointing look that my dad was giving me yeah. as a uh, late 20s to early 30-year-old human being and thinking, shit, my dad still disapproves of me at this point in my life. So you're Andy Bernard. Solid I'm Andy story. Bernard. Yeah. Very good story. Yeah. The, only, the best thing about that is there wasn't a baby monitor for all my friends to be listening to. Oh. Jesus. That's a great story. <laughs> the haunted pub crawl. That's like one of the seven times I've been on a haunted pub crawl, and that was the only time I threw up afterwards. So. Well, we've been on a couple together, and yeah, it's have. been bad. But Travis, Bruce, breweries? I didn't plan this, but let me take two minutes and, and say this. To all Wisconsin drinkers, not to them, but just just... Maybe an explanation to others. Wisconsin drinkers do things that other states don't do. They plan. <laughs> they have two drinks with one water. They plan on throwing some bread in there. They plan on a light lunch. They don't want to get too filled up. They want to whatever. They really look at, on certain days, a 6 a.m. to midnight. And they strategize. And really... A genius thing if it wasn't so sad. And if you, <laughs> and if you do it, if you do it once in a while, it's cool as shit. But if you, no, if you look at it as every here, weekend, yeah. And I mean, I think we all know it. We know that person that is that is really 
Well, I mean, what other states do you hear about? I'm I'm laying my base. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> or you see someone that's coming in about an 09 and they're throwing a water down and they're like, uh, I'm migrating. <laughs> Wisconsin, we all know it, right? Yeah. So I'm going to move on to, to my brewery story. Circa 1995 or 96, I really don't know. But I live in Mount Washington Avenue. And for the people that don't know or care, Mount Washington um, Ski Jump, the namesake, is very close to where I used to live. And it's a local um, Flying Eagles Ski Jump, I think, is the, the current and maybe the, the former ski jumping, whatever. They have since put up an incredible new ski jump. But circa 1996, they had an old wooden one, and it was high as shit. I mean... You know, it was, it's not what it is now, but it could still scare you. So my friend Troy and I oh, decided that we were going oh, to, that we were going to go to the top of that with a 12-pack of beer, <laughs> and then after we finished our 12-pack of beer, we were going to roll my wife's bowling ball down the hill and see how far it went. <laughs> so, oh, we God. did that. We drank oh. the beer. And it rolled and it rolled and it rolled, and Jesus. So we went down the hill, and I was like half afraid because I worked at a place that I used to work in. I'm like, I can't get in trouble here. And my buddy was like, Don't worry, you didn't hit anything. And, and if you knew the, if you knew the um, kind of the layout, you would you would know that Jesus, no one would ever think it would roll as far as a house. Oh, so we went and retrieved oh, God. it. We went and retrieved the bowling ball from the front yard of the house. There's no indication that it hit the house. I think it just rolled short of it. And so we did this uh, surreptitiously, and my wife wasn't supposed to know it because she always thought myself and Troy were idiots. So she went to her next bowling, which was, I guess, if this was a Saturday, she bowled on Tuesday or something. She came and the other girl noticed that the ball didn't roll right. Well, wouldn't you know that there were a couple significant chips out of the ball? And she said, what did you do to the bowling ball? And I said, well, oh, we just rolled it down the ski jump. Why? And um, she's like, yeah, fuck. And if she cared more about bowling, it would have been a bigger issue. But she didn't care about bowling. And uh, that oh, is my... God. Uh, that is my brewery story. I'm almost surprised that one of you, like you didn't let the bowling ball go, see where it landed, and no, and then the other one goes down to try to catch it. Oh. If you could have, you would have, but it went yeah. so fucking fast, there's no way you could do it. Oh, God, that's No, good. I mean, if you'd seen it, it's like, I, fuck, you know, you So what did, it, what did it chip on? Just the, the ground when it chipped, hit? It chipped, it chipped. It wasn't huge. It wasn't a one-inch gouge. It was enough to make the ball not roll right. So, what the hell did it hit? I don't know. I don't oh, know. That's good. And it, it, I mean, it probably went at a speed that a bowling ball is not supposed to go down. You think about the angle right. and the amount. It was going that, way more than that bowling ball was anything that a, that a middle-aged woman could throw it at. And uh, it, uh, <laughs> I still remember we were gonna, we were going to abandon it. And then Troy says, "I oh, grab it, buddy. No lights are on." And so we grabbed it and we went home. But having met Troy once or twice, yeah. uh, hearing these stories yeah. of this, I would yeah. never imagine the professional Troy that I've met once or twice. Yeah, they're different people. They really it's, are. This is fantastic. Oh. Yeah, it, 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 you it know is. what the great point of it is? Yeah. That, uh, professional Troy 
doesn't remember me at all. So whenever I Perfect. walk through his <laughs> employer yeah. uh, and I see him, I just sort of truck, chuckle, and he has no. Yeah, and even has him. a he even now has a more responsible employer than he did when you remembered him. So really. Uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. He's, oh. Yeah, he's, he's not wired right. I'm not wired right. <laughs> That's why we got along. Holy God, I mean, what, what seemed like such a good idea. I mean, I mean, a lot could go wrong because right? at any given time. You might kill a small child. Well, no, and it has <laughs> nothing to do with a bowling ball. Car driving down yeah. the street. Uh, yeah. as, much as, I'd like to, as much as I'd like to say that was a concern of what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, look, and, and, look, and looking back at it, realistically, all it would take is one call for That's there's all. somebody on the ski jump, right? And they roll in, and what do you do? Run from them? No, you just say, "Hey guys," and then you put your fellow coworkers <laughs> in jeopardy. Yeah, and then that's not a, that's not that's not a good thing. It never happened, and whatnot. Yeah. But those are things you didn't you didn't think of then. And did anybody get hurt? Of course not. But we were trespassing, and there was damage to the bowling ball. Um, <laughs> I do what not. What your wife hates you for? She wasn't a good bowler, though. <laughs> I, I don't think, you know, she just wasn't. She didn't take it as seriously as she should have. And I and I quit her. I mean, when she was bowling and she would come back and be like, how would you do? And it was like, oh, fuck, you know, all she talked about was how many drinks she had. And what Michelle would say or Jen Tice would say. And I'm like, Jesus, do you even concert? I don't give a fuck. Oh, okay, sweetie. So your bowling ball maybe should be chipped. Maybe you deserve it. Well, no, but she noticed yeah. it was chipped. She knew oh, oh, oh. enough she to say, well, this she is... She knew she had other people point oh, out there wasn't rolling right. Because she rolled the ball, it does that little... And she didn't give a shit. And I get it. You shouldn't have... You know, bowling leagues, are there. there's a mixture of serious and not serious. Is that yellowish? That just, we, uh, we can't talk about that. Well, we can't do... We can't do... We can't talk about it. Well, something good happened in the brewery game. We can say that. Yes. Nice. All right. So, thank you. That All right. That was my... Brewery? Yes. All right. Where are we at? Time. Uh, we're at about uh, two hours. My brewery won't be too long. It's... Uh, That's what she said? Eh, no. Um, this may not may not be as good, but I'll, but I'll go through it. This was... Nothing could be as good as the funeral. No. Never. No. I oh, the funeral? Oh, I hope, yeah. Well, I, I need to tell the crowd that I have shared Josh's <laughs> grandma. Yeah. Josh's grandma's funeral <laughs> slash brewer game many times. Yes. And I don't think he realizes quite how incredibly cool that was. <laughs> really cool. And almost all their reactions were, number one, when you talk about a podcast or like whatever, and they don't get it and they don't give a shit. But when they hear this story, they're like, are you serious? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> It yep. is so, and it's true. Like, oh, 100%, 100% true. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry. No, no, it's fine. So, um, so my my story involves um, a wedding that my wife drug me to several years ago, many years ago. Um, she was working at a bank at the time. She was a she's a nurse now. She was working at a bank at the time. She said, "So these one of my coworkers is having a wedding, and we have to go to it." Like, I don't know these people. I don't want to go to it. Justin, what are you doing with your phone? I'm checking out what happened earlier in the brain. <sighs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Josh. Oh, Thank you, Travis. I appreciate that. Um, so I had to go to this wedding of people that I don't Here know. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. <sighs> wedding. Wedding. Had to go to a wedding that I, I, I knew none of the people. 
didn't know any of it's one of those you have to go to this wedding like and she didn't even know really that well yeah. like worked at the you know she's a teller i'm a personal banker oh, we have to go to like god damn it fine like i don't know anyone there so i i can at least get just it's a boost fest. fucking annihilated this, this, this yes. is this is lining up nice i've been to those events yes. right you would think so wouldn't you Oh, no, what happened? No, right. So it was at uh, at the the old. Well, you mentioned it, the the Lismore. Now it back uh, the then Ramada. It was the Ramada, right? The downtown Civic yep, Center. Yep. Yep. So I go down there and like you know just just grumpy you know, like fucking dragging this bullshit. Oh, yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks. So I'm um, you know sit down at my little stupid table. Go ahead, Justin. Our Utah members, our listeners are gonna farewell to this. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so I sit down at the table. We didn't have to go to the ceremony, just had to go to the reception. I'm like, all right, well, that's fair enough. I can just, you know, start drinking whiskey, Cokes, or, you know, whatever beer they have. Just pound it. Cause I'm, I see where this is going. Yep. Sit down at the table. You know, sit, you know, whatever. Nine people are on the table. I'm like, all right, I've been here long enough. After six seconds, I, I need a fucking beer. Oh, you yeah. Start looking around. Where's the bar? Yeah. yeah. Where? Uh, I see this coming. Where? Where's where's this bar? Uh, excuse me, waitress. Where can I get the alcohol? Yep, yep. Need to find need need to find the bar like right now. It's not there. There's no bar. Of course it's not. There's no bar. So why my God. I start nudging Julie like, can you go find me a drink? Like where's where's the alcohol? She's like, I don't I don't know where it is. I start looking around, looking at the people. I, I see a guy in a group of about four. He's got a little belt on with a holster. He's got a flask. In the holster is a Bible. Oh no. He's got a There's a Bible holster. It's a I I'm not bullshitting this. It's a it's Bible not, in a, a holster. It's no, not a Bowman Adams. There's a Bible. It's an office reference, Tra- Travis. It's there's a he and and he, right. So I'm like like you drug me to a dry wedding, didn't you? It's dry. You it's found out it's dry. Did she know it ahead of time? Nope. She oh, didn't. What in, in, in her defense. So yeah. I'm sitting there. Did you go to the mall strip? You have to leave. You have to. I sat through it. How long? Okay. So they have the, the host table where all of them are up there. Okay. okay. It's a big bridal party. Okay. Yes. Now. Shit. Now. Every single person on the bridal party stood up and gave a speech. This little fucking wiener stands up with the microphone. His little bespeckled ass. Um, I I, I, want to tell a story about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then they start bringing out the champagne. Yes! Champagne! Nope. No, it wasn't. Sparkling grape juice. Apple juice. And they start pouring out the apple juice. And he starts... I had no idea you went through this. What year was this? Probably 2008, 2009. And he starts telling a story about how my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, met met a Roman emperor on a road to... You know, Jordan or whatever. Every five seconds. And... um. I, I just want to stop and, and give a toast to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he'd hold up his glass. Of apple juice. Of apple juice. So I had to hold up my glass of apple juice 
and give a toast to all these. If you know anything about me, religion is not on my radar. Uh, you're an atheist. Yeah. So I had to sit there and slam sparkling apple juice as this little moron is talking about his Lord, his, our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Every 10 seconds in his goddamn toast. And it continued down the line for every single person. Now, after I supper through this whole thing, the entire time giving my wife looks like, you fucking owe me on this. We go through the, the little line, you know, where you shake hands and, and say thank you and, and whatnot. Keep in mind, our, our firstborn was Jacob. And he was maybe a year or two old at that point. We go through the line. And... This, this lady says to us, hey, how are things going? And Julie says, oh, yeah, you know, just living for the J-man. Meaning, our... Well, they thought Jesus Christ. She thought Jesus. She looks at us with that wide-eyed, goony grin and goes, Jesus? Yes. Jake. No. You fucking maniac, our baby Jake. And can I get the fuck out of here? I don't know how much whiskey I drank when I got home. But I had to sit through a dry wedding reception where they're pouring sparkling apple juice and listening to toasts about Jesus meeting a Roman emperor on the road to Galilee. That was a pretty good summary. I'm sorry, summary. it's really not a drinking story, but good God. It was a lack of drinking. Story. It was a I lack of drinking story, and I'm sorry for even you having to listen to that because the pain that I saw in your eyes just hearing that. To all of our God-fearing uh, followers. Uh, well, the Utah podcast, people probably won't. Um, uh, Josh, uh, Josh has a belief system that does not involve <laughs> uh, a God or, or not, not the most spiritual of individuals. However, we still believe that he is. Good because he does good things. Yeah, I do good things, but I don't have a Bible on a holster. You don't have a Bible on a holster, and also you believe that there should be some goddamn alcoholic drinks at a fucking a wedding. Fucking reception. wedding. There's not. There's not any religion that shouldn't happen. I. I. I can't even. You know what? Even the dry I, alcohol is that of the sinner. You need to drink that at your wedding reception. Right. I had a drink. It's kind of like the um, the villagers who drink snake venom to build up a resistance. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I, good. That's it. That's our breweries. That's our Brucevus. I think we covered it. I think we covered Anything it else you guys need to cover before no. we sign off? No. I have a, a, a bratwurst bobblehead here for my thirty three percent German uh, heritage. Oh, good work, Justin. I'm just saying. Because uh, we discussed your heritage so, uh, it's several been, episodes it's been ago. So, it's been so far so good that's not fucked up. <laughs> oh, whoops, I said it out loud. Sometimes words come out of the mouth hole or the word hole. I don't know. I mean, I just thought it was. <laughs> All right. I, I, I think that's pretty good. Let's end it before Justin like says anything else to bump him off the the the, the, the high pedestal that I'm on right now <laughs> exactly. for my fantastic Bruce to this my fantastic 
Uh, beer, beer, awesome. a brewery, yeah. and my fantastic beer. Yes, absolutely. Damn it. I've had the trifecta. He's right. the most valuable podcast. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and now we're going to do our, our tossing to see who will buy the That's next. Cool. Oh, we'll do it off the Shut air. Off. You, you've got to believe that this uh, my MVP performance tonight is going to go in the summary of this podcast. All right, we'll see you about it. All right. Thank- oh, I thought we did well. That was good. Guys.